Devan returns home after his troll hunting and invests the next few days in constructing a blood fountain using the heart of a troll. But every few days, the troll heart tries to regrow a new troll, and so Devan has to take measures to curb its growth. When Devan has finally perfected his grim fountain, he takes teacups of troll blood to Atropos, where he learns a bit more about the vapours and the being that dwells in the crevice. With nothing more to do in the village, Devan decides it's time to travel forth once more, this time back to Sinus, in search of a cleric. His journey takes him through Romulus and has a somewhat mixed reception. He learns Remus has not changed his ways much and taken warriors south to fight a monster whose bite can turn people to stone. Devan pushes on towards Sinus and reaches it by evening, finding more human statues scattered about the village. The next day, Devan learns that the cleric he seeks has been turned to stone. He is also told the tale of a hooded woman who visited the cleric, during which a flock of large bird-like creatures attacked the village, turning people to stone. He visits the cleric's cave to investigate further, but is ambushed by a vile cockatrice. Devan unleashes a barrage of magic and manages to incapacitate the creature and captures it. Devan tidies the cave and finds some useful and unusual things, including shed snakeskin, a magical sea glass amulet and a golden scarab. He also explores the sea well in the cave and finds another room which seems to have been the cleric's chambers, which contain a giant clam bed, a giant pearl and some potions. He stays in the cave for the rest of the day tidying up and then leaves in pursuit of the mysterious stranger, dragging his pet cockatrice along. After a few days of futile searching, Devan returns home, and when he reaches his hut, he finds a Romulan warrior waiting for him. The warrior informs Devan that while Remus managed to track down the monster, he was unable to best it. He begs Devan to finish the task, and being the noble hero that he is, Devan agrees. How will Devan best the Gorgon? Will he bring Necrot into the fold? Will he ever tame the cockatrice? Let's find out now on Dicing with Death. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. How are you doing today, Hello. Ryan? Hello. I am doing well. How are you? Pretty good. Life is going fairly normally. We're out of groceries. I need to go grocery shopping. I've been putting it off all week. Oh, and, God. Uh, now there's no Get food. Time to dust off your hazmat suit. Mm-hmm. I you hear can order food. I yeah, like so as in delivery, delivery or as in grocery delivery. Yeah, I haven't tried yeah. that here in Colorado yet. We did it a bunch of times back in San Francisco. Probably works. <laughs> Would it not I, work? Would you just like order the things and they never show up? Well, no, you know, like you order this thing, but then they don't have it, so they replace it with something else. But you're like, actually, that's not really what I wanted, or. 
I you order, order an apple and they send you a mealy one. Right, like you order avocados and they give you like overly soft or like overly hard avocados and you know, there there are always problems with online grocery delivery, at least my experience. Do you have success with these things? I've never done it. I'm too cheap. You just head out, brave the world, brave the elements and the poisons. Yep, pretty much. I I always wear two rubbers, so I'm safe safe from the virus. I think that's how you catch this virus, but maybe. <laughs> um, so where last we left Devon was in Necrot? I believe I've just returned to, ne- to Necrot, yes. Dragging a cockatrice in a sack and uh, finding a Romulan soldier waiting on my doorstep. Yes. Hmm. Which I had hours to look for and didn't. Excellent. On son of a shepherd, pulling sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy goblin. <laughs> Book of Smut, Rot, Bill Giant. Here we go. Book of Smut. Is there more to the Book of Smut than meets the eye? Do I need to go back and investigate? So, like, the I was struggling to come up with a name for Seltzer's Grotto because, you know, we're doing it on the fly. And I just looked at my desk and there was a can of Seltzer water. And there was water. a Book of Smut? <laughs> no, there's a can of Seltzer water. Oh. So I named it, you know, Seltzer's Grotto. And then I remembered that I play. Uh, at the time I was playing D&D with Seltzer Please, uh, Rachel, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, um, named Seltzer. So I asked her like, well, you know, there's a tube. I guess it's accidentally named after you. What should be in it? And she was like, yeah, put a giant book of smut in there. That's what's in the tomb named after me. Totally, 100%. So uh, that's why you got a book of smut. I thought that was a nice touch. I hear I thought this was your creativity. Nope. Nope. It is uh, a far better D&D player's creativity than that. Anyway. Where are we? We are at my house in Necrot, resting for the night. Um, What time of day is it? You're getting back to Necrot's probably late afternoon. Just who knows where I last came from, but I think you're right. Yeah. Good educated guess. And you will see the Romulan soldier upon your doorstep. We already, yeah, we already talked. Remember, he told me that uh, Remus had tried to chase down the Medusa and been turned to stone along with everyone else. Yep, that's perfect. Uh, and intense music. You can just great. So, what are you gonna do? Here's this guy. All his friends are dead. Um, I told them I would help him, but I would probably need a few days. Okay. Still need. 
Um, Does only dex increase the touch AC on your character sheet? I believe dex is the only thing, and magic. Dex and magic. Magic, de- magic isn't working. That's what I was asking. Ooh. But I do need it to increase my touch AC, I think. And uh, is there. Oh, because the armor spell, you mean? Or what? No, because of uh, a scarab of protection. I don't have an armor spell because you won't give me my damn blessed leather. And I think I may need to delay this Gorgon quest till I can get some uh, more spell components. Touch should definitely be affected by magic. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. I will. Yeah. It's yeah, it's fine. Is there a way to in, to buff my spell, my saving throws as well, or does that have to be manual? Uh, I think that's going to be manual. The saving throw stuff is still sort of in development. Oh, I guess I can manually decrease them all by one, though, right? Yeah. Except for the new save versus spell. Right, a magic plus one, a protection plus one improves all saving throws by one, right? Yes. Including the new save, yes. Oh, here's save modifiers, other source. Whoops. Um, so where can we put up this? Uh, soldier. Um, wherever you want. You can put him in your house. You could ask somebody else in town to keep him. You could tell him to sleep outside in the wind and the rain and the dark. Whatever you want. Hmm. Um, well, I would like to put him up, but I don't think I have enough space in my little one-room house for him to rest. What's the weather like here? Uh, let's see. Is end of September, so it is hot and dry. Maybe some distant storms, like echoing out thunder, but it's more like dry storms or dry lightning and thunder rather than a lot of moisture, just dust kicking around in the atmosphere. Well, then presumably he is. Um... I'm just fussing with your saving throws, and they're kind of finicky. There is this tab for, like, save modifiers, but if I put right. one in all, it doesn't affect anything. It won't affect the others right now. It's because if you... The all can affect things, but the poison and the magic are hard to affect the other die rolls. So should I put like, one in all of them, including all? No, because no matter how you change that second yellow box, it won't affect the first yellow box. <laughs> this is more of just, like... I mean, you would, I would do it just one in the all for the scarab and then no to modify all your saves by one. This is like just a way of keeping track of what your saves are, not a way of... Well, but it did... The... the magic changed my save versus spell. 
Oh no, never mind. It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't. Okay. Okay. Ooh, good. Okay. I yeah, I clicked on a different save. All right, whatever. All right. Um. All right. This soldier can figure his own shit out. He's he's a soldier. It's tempered enough. He can sleep on my doorstep if he needs to. I thought you said you couldn't get magic to affect your touch, Dave. I could not. My touch AC is improved by one because something. But what did you just do? I just changed it, the magic modifier in your AC to nine instead of zero. Oh, maybe, maybe unequipping it didn't do anything. If I unequipped it, my touch AC is still 11. Oh, it's treating that magic as separate than this magic. I see. Okay. Where are you? What magic are you? Doing? I was changing the one in the blue box below basic attacks. Okay. So you were changing it in the armor section. Okay. That okay. Will need to be adjusted. Definitely. So should I just put one in magic instead of? Uh, yeah. Just for now, I will. I will make sure to get that fixed. Um, so we'll skip one day to rest, at least. I have full HP, full MP. Okay. Well, the morning will come back. You have, we'll have yeah, full HP hold on. MP. Before we skip to the morning, I wanted to ask if we had done a legend lore on the Medusa. Did I attempt that and you turned me down? Or, I mean, if not, I'll try and do it again. Or the cockatrice. I can't, I seem to recall thinking about one of those and you being like, oh, there is nothing in legend lore because we're looking at the creation of this creature. Right. I think that was the cockatrice. That was the cockatrice, yes. Yeah. So I will attempt to legend lore upon the Medusa. Gorgon, whatever we're calling her. Right. The Gorgon. And maybe it's the same Medusa. reaction, but... That night as I'm... Yeah. Retiring to my quarters... Um, I've got my bagged chicken bagged and hanging out back by the fountain. Okay. Oh, this could take a while. Hold on. Is that hand? Let's see. If, if only detailed information, this could be days. If only rumors, it will be weeks. Is that how? Is the time frame still work if I'm using the Serona? No, if you're using the Serona. The, the time is much faster. Uh, you know, minutes to hours, maybe. Double checking some things, and then I'll have an answer for you. But at the very least, like, the fact that this Medusa popped out of a cave in near Sinus and turned a bunch of Romulans to stone is already legend. Mm -hmm. local legend right it's already mm -hmm. noteworthy so even if this is like the first or the only gorgon so your legend lore will read back to you that this creature this gorgon this medusa is the offspring of terassa the goddess of fear 
who is herself the child of Vorasi and Nadinus, the goddesses of death and nature. This Gorgon is not the only one of their kind, but probably the only one on this island. It exists to cause fear and terror and stir things up a little bit in the world. Rasa's primary motivation is um, the idea that to understand ourselves, we must understand our most basic instinct, which is fear. Fear of death that drives us to survive. Fear of hunger that drives us to eat. Um, at our core, we're very terrified creatures. That's sort of the, the mythos surrounding Terasa. And this here is one of her favorite creations, one of her favorite pets, something to strike fear in the heart of every person who even hears of it. So late into the night after I've done this, I will uh, emerge from my hut and go to visit Platos. Is the Romulan soldier just curled up on my doorstep? He's moved himself sort of like to the back of your house, front. where the next part to the blood fountain. <laughs> the other side of your house. I mean, it could be. It's a. It is a uh, Romulan monument. It's got. Uh, it's got Remus's helmet. That's true. Spewing forth blood. That's true. Um, I don't think he wants to sleep next to it, though. I think he's going to sleep. <laughs> some other side of your house to use your house as a, a leeward. Alright. Alright, I walk over to Platos's shrine. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Rouse can, him if he's sleeping. Yep, you can hear the gentle hissing of a sleeping snake. And gently... Platos! This is out at you. Yes! Why did you hey. disturb my slumber? Oh, you've been sleeping for weeks. You'll be able to catch up. I have... News? Perhaps one of your cousins? A serpentess? <laughs> daughter of, uh... Taras? What was the goddess here? Terassa. Terassa. Serpent woman in the south. Turned a priestess to stone. And is now taking up residence in the woods. Platos hurries out of his little <clears throat> hut, uh, pokes his head out and tastes the air around you. Turns people to stone. Serpents. Do you know of this woman? Is she one of your kin? The people of this land are calling upon me to slay her. Or at least drive her from our homes. Spiteful being. Born of Terasa to human. You never told me of your parents. 
taste the air around you, considering the nature of the question. I think if he really wants to answer. I was born as a river spirit to the great goddess Nadinus. My river was destroyed early on. I was forced to find a new home, slay the spirit there, live my life on the run. Adinus may have been my mother, but Malchus is the one who shaped me, gave me options when others dried up. Well, it sounds like you're lineage is more noble than this serpentess. What do you think should be done of her? Threats must be destroyed. Did I already show him the cockatrice? I don't think so. I think yeah. Sort of it's like I have. I say I have one of her brood over here somewhere, and I go to like find the tied-up chicken in a bag. Is it still? Is it alive and thrashing? Is it still passed out at this point? Uh, I think it's probably alive at like one HP or something. Uh huh. And dragged around for ages. Well, yeah, it kept waking up. Remember, I was trying to feed it, and it like wouldn't eat. It just like kept turning the grubs to stone. So I just right. Kept yeah. Smacking unconscious again. Being the mechanics are so weird. Like in real life, this thing probably would have died. I mean, I guess in real life there's no cockatrices, but like, all right, I drag over the one HP cockatrice in a bag. Mm -hmm. I say uh, I have captured one of her broodlings, chicken that uh, turns its prey to stone. He will swirl down his hut and uh, east at the chicken's feet while it's still in the bag um, and recoil in disgust. This is one of hers. Some human tried to strike a deal with her. Traded offspring. What fool could sleep with a Medusa? <laughs> a PC, that's who. <laughs> How would that even logistically work? Or, are we, or is this more metaphorical? Oh, it's not a metaphor. <laughs> Called the cloaca. <laughs> All right. Um, hmm. Would you like to come to see the creature? Well, I don't think any of us should see her. These children of yours will be problematic. (laughs) 
foul creations. They have no place in the natural world. They don't even seem to have any interest in food. Only destruction. We'll need to find a way to exist with these things around. As tasting it again. They are part of her. Her essence. Smaller form. We'll need a ward to keep them at bay till they are all gone from this world. A ward, you say? I've read of such things, but nothing that would be powerful enough. Perhaps I could devise something. Something to scare them off. Scare them off. Hmm. Let me hit die our cockatrice too many. <clears throat> there are like there's the protection from vermin spell. It's a first level spell that protects less than one hit die. Could conceivably devise a higher level version. Devon will go to sleep unless uh, Platos had more to say here. Uh, he, his curiosity has been piqued by the encounter and by the mm -hmm. nature of the beast. He doesn't look like he's about to go back to sleep. Um, he actually looks like he's going to hiss at the chicken for a little while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Should I? Well, tie it up in front of his, uh, in front of his hut. Maybe two is hot. I don't know if there's any other like permanent structures out there that I can. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tie it to his shrine and deal with it in the morning. Sure. Uh, if it lives through the night, maybe I'll have uh, Akitos make it a cage. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna become that creepy wizard that uh, raises cockatrices mentioned in the description of the monster's manual. <laughs> Right, there is a there is a line in there. A lot of these monsters have that. Like sometimes eccentric wizards keep these things as pets or guardians. Mm -hmm. Some player that Gygax had once upon a time did such a thing, and he's like, "God damn, I can write this manual now." John, always trying to keep a cockatrice around and fuck a dragon. <laughs> right. So I will rest. You will rest. 
and rise in the morning. Morning will come. The soldier is has been roused by the time that you're awake. Uh, mm-hmm. The morning rays hitting him a little sooner than him, baking in the early heat while your nice compacted earth building keeps you cool late into the yeah. morning. Uh, oh, I do have some identification that I need, don't I? Do you? Yeah, so this may stretch on into I guess I did tell him a few days to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, so this may stretch on to this poor soldier like sleeping outside in front of my hut for days and days waiting for the wizard to get ready to actually go on the journey. <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm gonna go need to fetch. I got the string of pearls from the. From what's her name? Let me check. I've only got 10 first level spell, or I've got only got one first level spell left. Identify potion. Actually, there's one potion. I don't think there's any reason to do identify potion when I've already got identify. Right. It's not even. I guess below 10th level, it is more efficient on pearls. Yeah. Because an identify spell takes 100 GP worth of pearl. Identify potion is only 10 GP worth of pearl. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. I've got this protection from vermin that I'll think upon. So I think we're gonna prep to identify some of our magic items. Okay. And I also need to catch a snake. Because in light of other blessed leather, we're going to have to do the whole feed a snake to Platos and use its regurgitated corpse mm, as blessed yeah. leather. <laughs> um, let me uh, pull up the identify so I can start thinking about spell components. Let's see, I've got the pearls. I need an owl feather steeped in wine. So I will cast conjure spell component to summon an owl feather. Excellent. An owl feather appears before you. It's two per level, so I think I get a fistful of owl feathers. Fistful of owl feathers. And then I will uh, head into the village at uh, bright and early at the crack of dawn to get some wine. Excellent. You head down into the village. Wine is a fairly rare thing, mostly having to be imported from other places, but there's some lying around. What? I thought we were in Greece. A Greek analog. Yeah, but the this great... village doesn't produce wine. Like, another nearby village does it. Not every village has their own winery, and you're from Podunk. That will have to change. Well, we'll have to get on that then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In any case, I mean, I have wealth if I need to purchase wine from a merchant. Uh, I do thing. believe you will have to purchase wine from a merchant, or from someone, not a merchant, but somebody who has wine that got it from when they were traveling and is willing to sell it to you. It'll probably cost you about a, a gold for the wine that you need. You have a gold? 
you don't really give me wealth. Uh, I do have ten silver, and I have like gemstones. Yeah, wealth is a. You can't. You can't have it both ways, Neil. You can't make a campaign setting without a functioning economy, and then not reward players for doing quests. I mean, I get rewards, but there's no money, and there's no yes. way to spend money, except like certain spell mechanics, and expect that there will be. Yeah. But anyways, I do have enough to. I wanted to look and see. Well, I think at a certain point, this will become a real problem instead of like a, a inconvenience, and you'll have to find a way to like, you know, get the things. According that you want. to your economics sheet. A barrel of common wine is sixteen hundred copper, which is what one point six gold. So does a gold? Does a gold? Sixteen hundred like... copper would be sixteen gold. Okay, and that would be gold. for a, okay. a barrel of wine in like a normal civilized. Okay, so okay, so a glass situation. of wine is five copper. So is this like a barrel of? This is like a bottle of wine, or a? Uh, you would be purchasing a bottle of wine for a gold. Which is going to be an unreasonable Sounds. price, but um, that's just the the dearth of wine in the area. That's what it's going to be. Okay, so I've like wa- wandered into the market square and found. Wait, is there a market square? In no, there's not a market square. It's a this you're town in a sucks. small. Yeah, it's a shitty fucking town. <laughs> I thought I've made that clear. Um, this island sucks. All right. It sucks who, for who now, I... but you're going to make it great again. Who have I found that? Uh... That is that has this wine. Like where where am I? What am, am I just like wandering through the village at nine a.m. being like, I need booze. <laughs> you know that there's a guy in town that always has a steady supply. Um, he will you know do his work and then he trades most of his goods and services for a little bit of food and a lot of wine. And uh, his house is in poor reform, uh, poor shape. He never got married. He's got no kids. He's sort of the, like, town reject, um, you know, like, the drunk of the town, but he sort of the, the white trash of the town. W- winos yeah. can be, uh, are, are a different level than, like, beer drinkers, aren't they? At least they like to think so. Well, of course they like to think so, but they're they're different levels than beer drinkers, but not the <laughs> way that they think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I go knock on his door. Uh... Yeah, you find him. He stumbles to the door, holding his head, looks at you, and says, God, Uncle, it's... Uncle Vinny, I, uh... I have need of, a uh, of wine. And I know you always have a stockpile. Do, but I've got to travel so far to get it. I can trade you coin. Where's the thing? All of my starting wealth you can have. I will be destitute, but that's the world we live in. Um, Splendid! And he digs around for a bottle of wine. Uh, where is it? Where is it again that uh, these grapes come from? They. Uh, they come from the west, west by mm. northwest. Uh, Grecos, I believe, is the village. Grecos? Oh. Yes. I've been to Grecos not too long ago. Oh, splendid. Are there many? Uh, All right, so I guess 10 silver it is. All right. I can, and you know, I can reuse this wine. The, uh, 
the identify spell does not consume the wine. It just needs to, I just need to steep the owl feathers. So I can just have one really sketchy bottle of wine that keeps getting poured out, steep the feathers, <laughs> funnel it back <laughs> into the bottle and save it for next time. This is true. I mean, identify just says an owl feather steeped in wine. Yeah, but it's all in italics. So that means that it all gets consumed. Right? But the bottle of wine doesn't get consumed. The owl feather oh. steeped in wine gets consumed. So I think what I'll do is like, I'll make a jar of pickled owl feathers in wine. The material and components so can... of the spell are pearl and an owl feather steeped in wine with the infusion drunk prior to the spell casting. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Well, but I mean, how many, how much, how much in wine does it take to like i'm not going to drink a whole bottle of wine while i cast it is that why it drains your con because <laughs> you have to drink a whole <laughs> bottle of wine uh i get it i think it, it's probably like one glass so how much how many glasses of wine can you get out of the bottle ryan you know i know this don't i uh, <laughs> there's about four standard wine glasses in a bottle there you go So, all right. Well, <clears throat> uh, so are there many vineyards in Grecos? There's a few. The uh, families have put down the the leash and picked up the grape. Hmm. We ought to start one of them here in uh here in Akrat. I couldn't agree more. It's a great civilization. People of Grecos. You know, if uh, there was sufficient safety in this town and availability of food, I could create some wonderful vineyards here. I use ESP. <laughs> and I use my general judgment. Is Vinny to be trusted uh with such an endeavor, does he actually have the skills involved to start a vineyard, or am I better well, off going to Grecos and persuading one of the vendors there? When you ESP him, he's thinking, like, I would love to have somebody else take care of the food, and I could just grow grapes all the time and make wine and drink wine. Like, all I want to do is be part of the wine world all my life. So he's, like, in his head, he's all for this idea. Your judgment, on the other hand, is questionable as to whether or not this man is actually capable of sustaining in a full-fledged, like, agricultural institution. He's sort of a <laughs> slacker and a drunkard, and... But uh, maybe this is just his, uh... Just what he needs to, uh... It's possible. You know? Sometimes people <clears throat> surprise you, and if they find something they're passionate about, um, even the worst slacker can all of a sudden become a very productive member of society. Hope. Playing D and D on the internet is not productive, Neil. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, tell me about it. That guilt every kidding. day. <laughs> You're doing great. Doing God's work here. <laughs> Raising a not, whole new just, generation just, on ridiculous. Just make up your own gods and do their work. Yeah, I'll just worship my own deities and set my own expectations of success. Fine. Um, what do you think it would cost to for you to head into Grecos and purchase some, I don't know, plants, seeds, rootstock? How do these things grow? Well, we we need a grapevine, so probably many. Yes, 
many. Well, hillside. Per- yes, yes. Uh, perhaps I should go do some research in Greco. See how they do it. Talk to the well, people there. I hand Next- them a, I hand them a ten GP gemstone, and I say, Ooh. show them the color of our crystal here in the crot. Oh yes, I was gonna say it would probably be an expensive ordeal to investigate and start up a business. Oh, there's no government funds being handed out for new businesses. Let, these let days. me know what you find. And you know, I think the hill behind the Quanot would probably be a good place to set up this vineyard, right? Easy access to water. Yes, and good sun all day long. Perfect. Let, let me know what you find. I will. And he stumbles around, grabs another half-empty bottle this time, uh, <laughs> takes a few swigs, and starts to. Vinny, get... Vinny it's not. It's... First thing in the morning. Well, it's a celebratory <laughs> drink. We're oh, on a new business venture together. Surely, toast with me. And he raises uh, his half bottle. Cheers. I raised my full corked bottle and uh, uh, good day. Ignores that yours is corked yeah. and takes a swig and uh, it's ready to leave. Yeah. I wander off. Time to identify? Yeah. So I'm going to uncork the bottle. Um, pour just enough in offering to Plotos mm-hmm. that I can fit my uh, owl feathers in there. Perfect. Yeah. So I uh, pour out uncork, a little bit. Uncork the bottle. Pour a little bit as an offering to. Mm-hmm. It, what's Plotos up to? Is the chicken still there? Uh, the chicken is still there. It is still unconscious just like passed okay. out. Um, Platos is nearby looking down upon it, but not close enough to be, you know, range oh. of it. I pour a little bit. Thousand blessings to you, Platos. Thousand oh. blessings to me indeed, Devon. Right. I put four, uh, four owl feathers in the wine bottle mm-hmm. and slam the cork back in, shake it up, get the marinade started. And go about <clears throat> preparing my, uh, I think my hut for an identify. I find the soldier and I say, I'm not to be disturbed for the next. Twenty-four hours. How long is the prep? Eight hours to prep. Eight hours to cast. All right. Uh, I think it's the other way around. It's no, it's one one round per level, but I think it's eight hours of prep. Okay. Oh, but it's eight hours of recovery afterwards, right? To get your con back. That drains eight points of con. One point per three hours. Oh, for an unconscious character. Georg always had it tough because he had seven con. So casting identify knocked him out. Right. After casting the spell and determining what can be learned, the wizard loses eight points of constitution. He must rest one hour to recover each point of con. If he drops below one, he's unconscious. Eight hours of me, so it's eight hours of prep and then eight hours of recovery. Yeah. So I'm not to be disturbed for the next. I'm not to be disturbed for the rest of the day. Shall I stand guard? The the Romulan says. Uh, Please do. Have you eaten? No, sir. Well, let's fix that. I'll rummage some. (laughs) Like you're gonna be like, well, 
that's your problem. <laughs> no, no, no. I find some, I don't know, rations and, and honey or. Yeah. You can get him a little bit of food. food. There's yeah, water right there. He'll chow down and uh, keep a... everyone away from you for the rest of the day. We, I don't think we did. He will introduce himself uh Maybe. Uh, this guy's name is Alexander. It's not Jack Heat. It is not Jack Heat. <laughs> uh, and if that thing uh, wakes up, I say pointing to the bag chicken, just give it a stern kick and it'll go right back to sleep. Won't turn me to stone? And don't let it peck you. Keep it in the bag. All right, well, he will stand watch. You can cast your fell magics and figure out what is, and identify something. What are you identifying? Uh, everything. Uh, let's see. So eight hours of prep. Uh, I have the first thing I need to identify is this driftwood sea glass dangle. And then I have six potions. Um, am I able to tell which are which? Or like which are the same, which are different? I think so. Where did you get these potions? From the... From the sea witch. Notes. Oh no. six potions yeah and a driftwood glass amulet yes no i had an idea when i made them <laughs> i you might even have told me like there's two of this kind and three of this kind and one of this kind or something like that Let's see if the wiki is going to save us. Oh, it definitely will not. If you didn't tell me, how would the wiki know? Oh, it might have, like, the different colors. Yeah. Magics. Rolls blood. Healing potions made. Okay. Six magic uh, also, potions. Yeah. Finds magic jewelry made of driftwood on sea glass. On yeah, string, just. And yep. <laughs> Anyone good at speed editing wikis? <laughs> potions of stat gain. Well, we'll find out Potions what these things experience. are on the other side of our break. Um, see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Hello. So, Neil's done some research. Mm -hmm. and all six of these potions are mojitos. They are all mojitos. That is what the witch has got hanging around in her... In her um, her her Warren 
for den grotto grotto that's a lot of grottos in this campaign yeah at least two at least two that's a lot of grottos you know that's uh two more than most of my campaigns so um can i get some descriptions of the potions or at least how many different types there are yes and let me just importing a new sound oh new sound nope that's not oh, what they're gonna that's sound not like the sound. <laughs> nope Ka-ka! Ka-ka! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you need these sounds for? I can just make all these noises with the microphone. I know. I don't even know why I bother with tabletop audio. We just have Ryan do stuff, all sound effects. Mouth noises. Is that a mojito or it just looks like straight rum? No, it's. Maybe it's not a mojito. Hold on. Mojito is like, isn't it lime juice and usually a light rum? It's just like dark rum. Um, okay, so this is and mint, this is obviously. a uh, instead of using soda water, I used um, soda. So this is like halfway between a mojito and a rum and coke. It's light. No, there's no rum. there's no coke in a mojito. Do you know? What? <laughs> I, clearly, so, it's a mix between the two, right? It's it's white rum and sugar and soda water, but like flavored sugar soda. Is water. there any mint? There's or mint lime? and lime. Yes. Okay. Yes. But. But instead but of just it's... using sugar and soda water, I have like cola, which is essentially cola. I sugar think that and makes soda it a rum and I think you've got a rum and coke. But a rum and but coke if... with lime and mint? I don't know. It's a new drink. I, I mean lime is part of a Cuba Libre. Which is a rum and coke with lime. Right. The mint is the only addition. Right, but the mint is what changes it from <clears throat> a rum and coke to, or from a mojito to a rum and coke or vice versa. It's fine. The collection of cocktails is. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Is... Uh, your uh, Tinker's Workshop sorting out magical items. Soundtrack. Door is shut, and I am uh, removing all impurities from my from my workshop. Anything that might interfere with divining. Probably got to put all the magic items into one corner. Mm-hmm. I take off my robe because it's got the scarab of protection pinned to it. Mm-hmm. So, with what would you like to start? Um, well, the driftwood dangle and then potions, but I would like to know how many different kinds of potions there are. If this can be discerned, or are they yes. opaque? Uh, no, this can be discerned with a careful. In- this is definitely some mojito music. I like that he uses the hammer as like a percussive instrument. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. like this track. Uh, Tim, who does tabletop audio. Very clever. Good stuff in here. 
No. We ID'd the potions from Seltzer. These are potions from the new the Sea Witch okay. in Sinus. I can't remember her name. But... Uh, so let's do it. There are four unique potions. Two of one kind, two of another kind, and then one of each of the remaining two kinds. Plus the okay. Driftwood Amulet. Two, two, okay, and two unique. So I can't identify everything. How would you like to start? Um, we'll start with the amulet. I'll probably do two properties of that, and then one of, and then the two potions, like the two doubled up potions. What is your chance to get a property? Is it 10% per level? Is that what it is? Yeah, so 40%. Let's okay. start with the amulet. Would you like to roll it? Also, you. I guess like there's a chance that I botch it and you give me the wrong information. Is that how it works? Is that a thing? That might be a thing. That sounds like a two-e thing. Um, identify. If it were five e, you'd be like, oh, just cuddle with it for a night, and your DM will tell you all of the secrets. <laughs> uh, Ninety-one to ninety-five reveals nothing. Ninety-six to hundred reveals a false reading. <gasps> so should you do this in secret? Um, or are we just going to trust me to roleplay it properly? This is what we're going to do. I think the math on this works out. You're going to roll a d100. I'm going to roll a d100. We're going to add it together, but drop the hundreds place. And that should still give us an average number, like a roll from one to a hundred. Add it together, but... But drop the... If you roll two d, if you roll two d twenties, and you just look at the ones place, it should uh -huh. still be a random number from one to ten with an equal distribution of all of them. Yeah. If you only look at the ones. So place. basically, I'm rolling a d ten, and you're rolling a d ten. Yeah, that's actually a better way of doing it. Okay, I'll roll and... the tens place. You roll the ones place, and that way, your. I can still know if I roll a six. Through ten, I, let's hmm. see. I mean, I, I this is—it's interesting. We can mess with this, but I still feel like that this isn't. This is going to get me different information. It should just obfuscate what you're rolling, but still give you the power of determining the roll. Sure. Yeah. So just no. You roll me a full D100. I'll roll full D100. We'll just look at the tens and ones place and ignore the hundreds place. I don't think this works. You don't think this works? I mean, so I get a 34. What are we looking at here? Does this not work? I, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, no, maybe this... Maybe I should just roll this <laughs> in secret. Okay. I still don't even know the formula. But I passed! Like, what would I even... I've been ignoring the... Are we adding it together? So, yeah, if, I, if you roll that a 34 and I roll a 50, then it's an 84 total. Then how the heck, then when am I ever going to get below a 40? Well, because if you roll like an 80 and I roll an 80, then it becomes a 60. Not 160. You know, or if you roll an 80 and I roll a 30, our answer is 10. I'm just concerned that normally when you add things together in a situation like this, you get like a, a bell curve in the middle and we want yeah. like a, we want no curve. But I think if you drop yeah. the hundreds place, then you lose the curve and it flattens out again. I think I've done enough with I'd the 20s. I don't know. I'd have to look at 20s. it. But... Okay. 
I think Close he's just rolling secret. secret. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, the first property you get off of this driftwood sea glass amulet is one of water breathing. Oh, lovely. Do I get any more of that? Like, is it permanent? Like, if I if you put it on, you can breathe underwater as long yep. as you're wearing it. Yep. Yeah, that is correct. I will check and see if it has any more properties. Will I know if I fail versus if I versus if it doesn't have any? I think I have to succeed yes. to know that there's no more properties, right? Succeed yes. again. Yes. All right. I will attempt another one on this. Forty percent chance. Yeah. Um, you cannot. You you fail the check. Okay. And then I have two more. Mm-hmm. So I'll do one of. I will do the two double potions. Okay. Here's one of the two double potions. Uh, would you fail? Unfortunately, forty percent, right? Yeah. And the second one, you pass, and are two potions of water breathing. <laughs> all right. The dice were not in your favor, or were in your favor? I don't know. You've identified all the water breathing stuff for certain. Mm-hmm. Water breathing. Two potion. Let's see one. Okay, cool. Um, if I put the sea glass angle on, mm-hmm. does anything happen? Like, do I? And like, I can't breathe air, or if I, I'm, I totally fine to just wear it. Uh, it's totally fine. I don't think it necessarily blends with Devon's aesthetic. Um, <laughs> Why the hell not? Well, I mean. Lens with my aesthetic. <laughs> well. We'll see what uh, see what chat and our uh, artists have to say. I don't trust your fashion taste, Neil. What? How can you not trust my fashion taste? Uh, uh, I think. My, are you yeah. muted? Were you muted the whole time? I don't know how long I'm muted. As long as we've been on the map overlay, that could have been five seconds or an hour, and I have no idea. So does. It's fine. They, they, it's fine. They don't, I, they don't need to know. Right. These are my wizardly secrets. Yeah, and I don't say anything of importance anyway. You only really <laughs> need to listen to Ryan. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, so I am down eight con, but I'm uh, a healthy young lad, so I'm still functional. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I'm as robust as one Georg, even after casting an identify spell. Wow. Quite robust. If I could, if I could boost my con by two, I could cast two identifies in a row, couldn't I? Yes, because you could do the prep for one and then double cast. Yeah, 
or if I recover for two hours. Could I rest for two hours and then identify the other two potions? I suppose. Right? Might I don't know well. why not. Your calm would go back up. Hell, you could even do it right now and just be knocked out for 24 hours. Uh, that's, a, that's a waste of time, because then you're... Yeah, because then you have to wait 24 hours to regain consciousness. Yeah. But if I rest for two hours, get myself up to nine con, then I can cast another identify. And I did tell the guard or whatever to not disturb me for the day. Mm-hmm. Is that the plan? Oh, yeah. Let's string together a couple identifies. All right. I will, uh, you know, I'll catch my breath. I'll take a snack break. Um, I had already prepped everything in here, so it should be good to go. But I'll, you know, I'll take some of that time to like retidy things up. Mm -hmm. Let's see, it costs three MP to cast that first identify. Cool. All right, let's do it. Um, and it really is just the last two potions, I believe. Let me take a look at... You could retry... Oh, can you not retry the other ones until you level? Until you level up. Okay. Yeah. Um... Identify will reveal cursed items, right? So there is a possibility that Atropos and I failed at making those potions of healing, and they're really instant death potions. Yeah. But... All right, shall I roll for the two unknowns? Yeah, let's do it. Right, the first one is unknown. 40% chance is not great. The second one is a potion of polymorph self. out of five identifies yeah and i have two more properties i can do mm -hmm. i failed on i guess i haven't identified the scarab i just learned what it was based on legend lore legend lore which i feel like told me all that i need to know about it mm -hmm. um i can look for more properties of water breathing that's not really worth it. More properties of Polymorph Self. That's really not worth it. I don't know. I don't really have anything to do with it. Yeah. That doesn't sound like there's anything to do with it. Um, so I will spend it on potions and take this opportunity to metagame a little bit and read wikis on potions and remind myself how long they last and all that. Nice. I think it's it, the default is two d six turns. D, I think it's two d four turns. Two oh. d four plus two or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I will after. So this has been eight hours. This has been ten hours, and then I will need to recover for like fourteen. So it's basically twenty four hours. It'll be like late next morning by the time that I'm ready to go. Um, 
Does anything happen, or am I totally undisturbed, and I go to sleep, and... You're undisturbed. Alexander, your door guard, keeps everyone at bay, and, mm -hmm. um, all good. I was thinking whether the polymorphing would be useful for the Medusa, but I don't think you get the senses from the new form. Like, I don't think I could turn into some creature with tremor sense and be able to fight the Medusa without looking at it. Mm. Do you know of anything with tremor sense that you could become? No, but I don't think it works anyways. I'm thinking like a blind creature that's, yeah. Sense of smell. Something with echolocation. On the potion duration link in purple worm, but. Most otherwise stated, D4 plus four turns is standard potion duration. Okay. D4 plus four turns? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's good. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah. 40, 50 to 150 to 80 minutes? Fine. Yeah. Okay. So I rest up. We'll skip to the next day. Um, I should be able to regain my MP as well, right? Rest is rest. I can rest right? is rest. Yeah, you won't get study for the day. Yeah, um, but I get I good rest. I don't know. You I mean, are studying. Identifying like you are sounds identifying. like that seems yeah. like studying to me. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, get full. Four D thirteen D two. Is that how it is? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Which is more than enough. Right, I, I cast three first level spells. So I was only down nine. Right. Oh, and I needed to send the neighborhood kids to go fetch me some snakes. Right. I meant to do that yesterday, but I guess I can catch up today. So, off we go. Uh, or off you go sorry to about, grab. Sorry about your ears. Okay. You go to get some children to bring Atropos a snake. And yeah. the kids are on it. They love the grab the snake for Atropos game. Um, what do I reward did... children with? Candy. Candy. Saw a yellow snake just yesterday or the day before walking around. I have no idea what it was. But it was uh, yellow on top, white on bottom, or pale on bottom. 
And he's just cruising across the sidewalk. Very rare to see in Boulder. Hmm. Okay. Did the kids catch any snakes? The children will, of course, catch you a snake. Ooh, this might be it. Did we see a plains black-headed snake? Oh, might have been it. Did the kids fetch me a plains black-headed snake? They do. Yes, they will catch you a plains black-headed snake. A Tantila... I don't even know how to pronounce this. Tantila nigriceps. Nigriceps. Something like that. It's a dangerous word. Yeah. I don't think they're venomous, are they? No, they're just little snaky snakes. Or maybe it they was are a, venomous. Oh, it could have been a western. Not considered dangerous to humans, but they do have venom. It also could have been a western yellow-bellied racer. Who names these things? Oh. But I do enjoy looking at pictures of snakes. Not necessarily handling the snakes, but you know, observing them from a, a great distance. I know you're a little bit more um, hands-on when it comes to the uh, serpents. I'm really not. My dad would catch snakes, but I was always a little bit skittish around that kind of uh, Sensible? Kind of Sensible, yeah. Listening really... to your instincts that tell you to go <laughs> grab the serpents? Unless it's a Medusa. Right. Right. Uh, anywho. The kids will bring you a snake. It'll probably take them half a day or so to do it. So they'll have stuff to do in the meantime. Hmm. Oh, I'd like to go find Akitos and ask him, commission him to build me a cockatrice pen. A cockatrice pen? Um, it's just like a, a coop for a chicken, right? Yes, but a uh, dangerous chicken that can turn you to stone. Do you want it to have a door it can go out of, or should it be like I, a reach down into it and pick it up sort of thing? I don't ever want it getting out. Got it. But there needs to be like a way in, right? Like a locked gate or something. A cage, I, I can, basically. I can make a structure roof with a hatch and you have to open the hatch to get out and the hatch can be locked from the top and that way nothing inside can ever escape unless it can break the walls yeah but, but your chicken can't do that can it i don't think so but maybe but like bars maybe so you can look in but then what if a kid sticks their finger in and gets turned to stone that could be a problem is it your responsibility to tend to other people's children <laughs> no i suppose not maybe a cage within a cage does this make sense so that there's a barrier so that even if you stick your hand in you can't reach the inner cage and the chicken can't peck you to stone a double depth cage cage within a cage yeah of course my liege i, I guess we could just do a cage and like a barrier around it cage with a fence mm-hmm Okay. I'll get on it. How's the Quanot coming along? Uh, splendid. 
logs have been hewn properly. The, the excavation is going well. There's the the stone, the, the what do you call it, bedrock here, upon which the the the, the creek flows, is nice and solid yet not too difficult to work through. The soil just above it is loose enough for the water flow. I, I think we can make a quite an easy quanot here. Probably more easy than I had initially anticipated. Work hmm. will be done more sooner than I had hoped. Keep up the good work, Akitos. There. Hmm. Mumble under his breath. Right. He was just fumbling over the proper uh, honorifics and form of address for you. Problem. Um, Alexander's hanging around, waiting for you to give him an order or to head out with him or whatever it is. He's probably getting irritated. I'm just like ignoring him, walking around, going about my business. Well, he did just see the greatest warrior in the land get turned to stone. Mm -hmm. So he's a little bit more. Like, he knows when you guys go out, it's going to be the fight of his life and he might die. So he's. Yeah. Taking a moment to savor his last moments on Earth. Yeah. So how the heck can you fight a Medusa? I guess you just blindfold yourself and take minus four to hit and you get yourself screwed. I guess you sneak up on it and don't look at her. And if she comes for you, you run. Aster Medusas. Human speed. Slytherin has to be slower than human, right? Uh, yeah, totally. It has to be. There's no <laughs> other way, right? Does she slither? Does she have feet? Is she a serpent with serpent hair, or is she a person with toes? Does it matter? I don't know. We'll wait for the snake to show up and get myself some blessed leather. Yep. Uh, by the midday or so, the kids will come back with the snake. Um, you can give it to Aki. Just to what's his Platos. face? Platos. Platos. I have an offering for you. More blessed leather. <laughs> yes, please. And he will quickly gobble up. More quickly than the last time, um, just like unhinge his jaw and consume this snake that you put into his pen, like whole. Great. Yeah. I said it takes probably a couple days for him to pass the leather. It does. Uh, it probably takes at least a day for him to pass the snake, maybe a few. During that time, you will notice 
Platos grows fairly sizably. Really? I think we'd mentioned him being like three and a half, four feet long now, but by the time he's done devouring this snake, with the bloodshine nearby and the little house that he's built, he's grown out to be like a full six and a half, almost seven feet now. Nice. Uh, turning into quite the serpent. Um, has he been hanging out near the blood shrine? I mean, the blood shrine's right next to his house, right? So, yeah, like, yeah. is he, like, out there drinking blood or bathing around in it? No, but you can sometimes see him uh, hanging out in one of his windows, gazing upon the blood shrine. Is the uh, blood becoming a problem? No. Like, is it's not flowing? At, like, I don't think there's a drainage for it, right? I think it's just is it just it going like into a shield. Out of the mask, drips. Yeah, down is it just like shield. a slow drip? Like, does it just look like the mask is crying blood and there's just a drip, drip, yep. drip? But somehow the shield never seems to overflow. Plato's been drinking the blood. If it gets too high, you've been busy. You've been identifying <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's too much blood ever a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think uh, I while away the days. Let's see. I'll think about that vermin spell. And if a more powerful version could be devised to handle cockatrice. Protection from vermin? Yeah, let me see. It's in my uh, infinite scroll. So probably one of these days I'll use a read magic to revisit it. Um, I will not learn it because I only have one more first level spell, but I will like read it and study it and think about making a more powerful, powerful version. So protection from vermin could pretty easily be turned into protection from poultry. Um, however, you'll notice the first level version of the spell says uh, it affects things less than one hit die and they've got to be like non-intelligent. So if you were to bump it up to make a more powerful version... Um, you could probably create a spell that would target specifically um, or that would encompass cockatrice try cockatrices cockatrices I mean yeah I mean I think a version that scales with level might be useful so like a one hit die per level ward like Mm -hmm. keeps out non-intelligent monsters of uh, one hit die per level that may be too. That may be more like a third level spell. Let me see if there's any frames of reference here. I don't know if I actually want to make it. This is what Devon is researching. Mm-hmm. I don't have any money for spell research or really a library, so mm-hmm. this may just be more daydreaming. Uh, Prediction vermin is spells and magic. Let's see, efficacious monster ward is a third level. Prevents monsters of two or fewer hit die from entering the area. That's all monsters. Doesn't limit intelligence. I hate to make a spell that's so specific it only helps me in this one situation. 
Right. Like the more interesting spells to research are ones that are designed to solve a particular problem, but could then be applied later or by other characters or something. Mm hmm. I think cockatrice are like five or six hit die. So I don't know if a second level spell is even going to. There's a random protection from amorphs spell. Yeah, it's a that's third level spell. That doesn't even limit based on hit die. It's just like oozes and any amorphous ooze is mm -hmm. it, it protects. A sing, just the caster. Okay. Right. So we could definitely get something that would be a third level spell that yeah. if we can do protection from amorphs, we could do protection from I don't know what you would want this to be. Um, poultry creatures? There's a protection <laughs> from petrification, isn't there? No, there's protection from paralysis. There's no protection from petrification. Um, protection from evil 10-foot radius might be a, what you're actually looking for. Excuse me? I thought you nerfed that spell out of existence. How so? I'm still salty about Demon's Run. Oh, how did it go poorly in Demon's Run? It basically didn't affect demons. As they were like extra planar or they weren't evil or something they were but you just like had them run straight up to the protected creature and like not yeah i don't know and just like they obeyed the rule they obeyed the letter of the spell they did not obey the spirit of the spell mm. Mm. like it's got really like vague things like evil creatures recoiling mm -hmm. prevents bodily contact Anyways. Anyways. So we could do protection from evil. That seems like it would work. Cockatrices are pretty evil creatures. At least in this context. Let's see. That's a priest spell, though, isn't it? Protection from evil tempo radius? Is it? Let me see. Might be both. Page 195. I'm pretty oh, sure it's spells. Really? Yep, here we go. Hmm. Someone swarm specifically calls out the protection from evil keeps it keeps the swarm at bay. Wizard, the cleric version of protection from evil is fourth level. Huh. That wizards get better protection from evil spells than well, Uzi. clerics level faster. Yeah, not that much faster. Not that but... much um. So do you want to learn, do you want to create Well, I don't have one? third level spells yet. Oh. But it does seem, I mean, it seems like protection from evil is more or less 
That seems like what you're looking for. What I'm looking for. That won't help you against Medusa anyway. Because you have um, to close with no. it, right? I would have to close with the Medusa. Suppose you don't. Why would I ever close with the Medusa? You always un you always approach Medusa unclothed, right? <laughs> think about these things and it seems like I'm not powerful enough to devise anything and I don't have the resources but it's interesting to think about um, I think once I have my armor cast I will go out and do some field research okay um, so how many days before Platos for him to pass okay. the... um, anything else interesting happen in those in that time is there a cockatrice cage yet? How many uh, times have I had to bludgeon the bagged creature? None, because Alexander is keeping a close eye on it, and he's a little wary of the beast, and every time it twitches, yeah. he, like, kicks it. Um, he does express concern to you that he hasn't seen the creature eat nor drink, and he constantly beats it, and it keeps coming back up, and it doesn't <sighs> seem to be stopped, and yeah. this is clearly some sort of monstrosity from hell because it's not dying. It is a monstrosity from hell. You know, Um, I thought he was about to express concern that it was going to die if he kept beating it and it didn't eat. No, it's not dying, and he expected it to. He was kind of like hoping that your instructions would give him wiggle broom to maybe end its life, and it keeps not dying. Wow. Uh, the cage isn't ready yet? The cage is ready. Uh, okay. The first draft of the cage is pretty straightforward. We just got a bunch of sticks that go into the ground, and then mm -hmm. we put um, a, uh, a sheet of, like, baked rock over it, a, a mud sheet of baked okay. rock. So it's not a huge cage, but it'll hold the creature, and it shouldn't be able to squeeze between the bars. Okay. Well, while it is unconscious, I will dump the chicken sack into the cage and deposit this unconscious cockatrice into the cage, shut it and lock it. Mm -hmm. All right. It is locked. A superior cage is being constructed. A more in-depth one. Um, but this is the... Now, Akitos, be careful not to let the creature touch you. If in doubt, beat it with a stick before you have to do any work. And uh, pray to Platos if you need some help. And separately, I'll tell Platos that the, uh, the cockatrice is being housed next door to him. Uh, you're in charge while I'm away. <laughs> I'm always in charge. No, this is, pl this is Platos. Oh, Platos. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting quite the wizard's lair going, aren't I? Just naturally, as you uh, level as a wizard, you start to accumulate these curiosities and you stockpile them. And before you know it, you've got a blood fountain and a cockatrice in a cage. And a, if you're a good wizard who keeps things on hand. 
a good um, wizard? Am I is Devon a good wizard? Uh, not like gray. morally good, but no. like a skillful, An effective wizard. Effective, yes. Yes. My uh, fallen water spirit, corrupted mm. water spirit. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, what is this like? Five days later, uh, I will abruptly approach. Alexander, hmm? say, uh, all right, I think it's time for some field work. We should track down this, have we called it a Medusa? What do we call the snake? I uh, track down this. Yeah, yeah, you you legend lord her, so yeah. you know okay. the we name should... for this one is okay. Medusa. We should track down this Medusa and see where she resides what she's up to. Well, I know the cave all too well. Oh, you've been there. Great. I, uh, I went with the the his, uh, Mr. Uh, Romulan. Remus. Remus. I went with Remus. Alright, I'm gonna leave behind most of my potions. I'll take the gaseous form and the potions of healing. But the water breathing, the polymorph self, and the unidentified potions can stay at home. I will have my amulet of water breathing if I need it. Mm-hmm. Not on because it doesn't match my fashion. Right. Be a faux pas to be seen wearing. I mean, you're not like a a, a WoW character who's going to run around with mismatched what? loot oh. here. It looks like I have not properly done my armor spells. So let's do that. So if I click. On. Oh, it's not here. Uh, spells. Armor. Jason. All good, except, oh, it is actually abjuration, isn't it? Oh no, it's conjuring summoning. Okay, all right, I will recast my armor spell. Mm -hmm. Does that improve my touch AC? Armor? Yes. Let's see, it creates a magical field of force that serves as if it were scale mail. If it were scale mail, it wouldn't help with touch AC, or would it? Like, Chewie, I think, by the books. Okay. Right? Yeah. Does it say it serves, I mean, gives AC as if it were scale mail? Magical field of force that serves as if it were scale mail. It's not cumulative. Does not hinder movement. Adds no weight or encumbrance. Nor does it prevent spell casting. Armor merely grants an AC 14. The wearer still suffers full damage from attacks. 
feel the force. I feel like it should. I, I think to we buy the books, armor does prevent does work for touch AC. Kind of. Right? Like a lot of touch spells are like you need to overcome the AC. And like a lot of the wrestling rules are like you need to overcome AC. Let me just look up the section on spells and touch attacks because I'm entirely sure. Once the casting has begun, the character must stand still. Not writing. During the round in which the spells cast, you not move to dodge attacks. No AC benefit from dex is gained while casting spells. battle so in php touch spells in combat unwilling targets the spellcaster must make a successful attack roll for the spell to have any effect the wizard or priest calculates his hit number normally according to the intended victim's armor class and other protections oh the dm can modify the roll if the victim is unprepared or unaware do you have a page number for that um i'm looking at purple worm let's I don't know. I think it's in combat, but I'm not sure. I thought there was something saying touch attacks didn't agree about me. Oh, this is interesting. If So for, even for willing targets, if the recipient of the spell attempts to, to do anything besides waiting for the spell to take effect, an attack roll against AC-10 must be made. So if you are getting healed by your cleric and you while you are fighting hmm. rules is written the cleric needs to make an attack roll against ac10 oh however no ac modifiers for dexterity are applied since the target is not trying to avoid the spell interesting but so, ac10 I mean, you don't have to worry about their armor when you're targeting a willing person uh it says dexterity it doesn't even mention armor but I just thought it was interesting that you need to make an attack roll against active but willing targets. Mm -hmm. Other protection. Modify the roll. Well, section touch attacks. Maybe later, or like maybe an optional rule in combat and tactics or something. Yeah, let me just check the DMG. During touch spells in combat, wizard or priest calculates the stack code normally according to the intent armor class, not the protections. Exact same text as the players come. There's yeah.
physical AC from time. We've kind of talked about this, about how it's dumb that like a fighter in plate mail is harder to touch than a. But I mean, it makes it's sense like if you got to touch the skin. Maybe it makes sense. Yeah, if you got to touch the skin, but then it seems like leather armor should be just as effective as plate mail, right? Or even just like if you're wearing a latex suit, that's just as if that's like perfect. Why like does a shirt not them. count? Yeah, uh, or count as touching a person, but like. Armor. Yeah, I think this was just a house rule of ours that. Yeah. A sensible house rule. Yeah. Roll. Generally, the caster can execute a touch attack or an attack roll as soon as he finishes the spell, or he can delay until the end of the current round, then make his attack. Doesn't attempt to discharge the spell in the round in which it was cast, is wasted unless the spell has a duration of more than one round. For example, cause light wounds must be used in the same round in which it is cast, but since chill, la chill touch lasts for a minimum of four rounds, because caster doesn't have to use it or lose it. A uh, number of spells don't require the caster to actually injure the target or breach the victim's armor. Even a glancing touch will be sufficient to discharge the spell's effect on the target. Spells of this type ignore the portion of the victim's armor class that is derived from wearing armor. In other words, okay. only dexterity-based and magical attack. So that's, Which, where is this? Is this in... Spells and magic, page spells and magic. 20. Which spells okay. qualify as spells that bypass armor? Basically, this is a judgment call for the DM. Yeah. Okay. But this is already in one of the extra books, mm -hmm. one of the player's options, right? In order to gain the advantage, the spell description should clearly imply the victim would take effect even if struck on the breastplate instead of requiring the caster's hand to touch exposed skin. So something like Shocking Grasp, mm -hmm. that even as a bonus versus metal armor. Yeah. Does it emulate a normal weapon? If it does, then it requires a normal attack roll, but if it affects the victim's life force or achieves its effect from simple contact, armor is ignored. So um, chill touch. Chill touch, vampiric touch, energy drain, various cause wounds. Victim's armor does not help from these. Spells that uh, change or alter their status, such as imprisonment, plane shift, or dispel, evil also ignore armor. Second category that affects the victim through their armor includes spells that produce energy or forces against which armor is useless, like Shocking Grasp, Chromatic Orb, Watery Double, Produce Flame, Fire Seeds, Crystal Brittle. Oh, there's actually a list of armor breaching spells. Very short list. What is and it? A very short list of armor observing spells. Um... For wizards, it's Chill Touch, Chromatic Orb, Shocking Grasp for first level, Ghoul Touch for second, Pain Touch and Vampiric Touch and Watery Double for third, Fiery Fire Aura for fourth, Mummy Rot for fifth, then you know some of the crap. Some of these are from the Complete Wizards Handbook, so we don't have them on hand. Hmm. hmm. Uh, what was the context of this? Because I've already forgotten. I want to know to know if ah. my armor spell affected my touch AC. Contextually, <laughs> I think I think it is um, magical armor. So no matter whether it is, I, I think it will always affect touch AC. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah it's a it's it's not physical armor that sits in on you um it is magic force mm-hmm. yeah because it's it's a force field that serves as if it were scale mail but that doesn't mean it sits on you like scale mail it feels like it's entirely oh it serves you. as if it were scale mail yeah 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 so it doesn't fit on you like scale mail would Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, Alexander, lead the way. Alexander will lead the way. You will head south to the forest in which you were before. All right. Um, so day, need... I bring rations, and day one will get us two squares away. So we'll get us like we'll travel through the oasis just because it's nice. Yeah, you can stop there, refill your water skins. And this way. Um, you will meet a group of people at the Oasis, actually. Uh, yeah. You don't have to inter- interact with them, but there are some NPCs lying around here. Um, if they say anything, we'll respond. I don't know. Devon is proud and boastful. We'll boldly claim that they're on their way to defeat the Medusa purge a great evil from this land it is a um a husband and wife team they've got a pack of mules with them or a group of mules with packs on them and they've set up like a a little bit of a tea stand there's not much infrastructure with this tea stand it's really just like piled sand that's boiling water are they uh, selling tea tea leaves in it Mm -hmm. um it looks like they're traveling through the area selling tea to various people copper for tea yeah a couple copper for tea um, they tell you that they come from the far northwest, that they traveled here on a boat to bypass the swamp. And they're here to see if there's people in this area to sell their wares to. Hmm. Um, this is maybe too spooky music for like a nice tea interaction. <laughs> uh, I will tell them Necrot is but a half day's journey northwest of here. It is a small village but growing quickly and perhaps a good place to set up a market they will head that direction they hadn't heard of necrot yet they just um, arrived a couple days ago seen a giant were in awe of the giant and uh, ask if there's anything else they should be aware of in the area and, or any other places they should go no necrot's the uh, finest city in the land do 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 what was I thinking? Um, what are you laughing at? Necrot's the Mickey. finest city in the land. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not much competition, let's be honest. I was thinking a thing, but I forgot it. Oh, I was going to complain about the economy again. Um, I take a moment to look at these coins that I have and see what's on them or how they were minted. Huh. The coins have faces of deities upon them. No human's face resides upon them. Uh, and what, how were they were minted? I don't know, like where they came from. Usually coins would have come, like a kingdom mints them or something. Mm-hmm. Certainly. These coins are all quite old. None of them are even remotely new. And they're all many hundreds of years old. Seem to stem from some theoretical group that held power once a couple hundred years back um not in this area of the island but 
cross does our memory not extend back a couple hundred years like that's easily within the realm of yeah but this is like, like you like, know the, what, what has been passed down by word of mouth um and yeah. you guys were on the the far at like beyond the border of their reaches mm-hmm. so you kind of absorbed the coins in the same way that the the inca would use coinage like as as for trading with border people, even though you didn't really have much use of it on your own, everyone here is sort of self-sufficient in a non-market economy. Um, and then there's this like more advanced market economy um, further to the the northwest that you like imported their means of trade, uh, means of trade, but like haven't fully adopted it into your own. That makes sense. All right then. Yeah, a small empire. They showed up for a while, made some coins, did some shit, fell apart. Uh, now they're gone. Okay, then. Well, we rest for the night. Easy peasy. Continue on the next day. Next day is encounterless. Gonna move yourself a few hexes. So, there's 10. Then I can move through two squares of planes. We're getting close. Should just be another day away. The southeast. Mm. How are you going to defeat her? I don't know yet. Maybe collapse her cave in? He swallows hard. The idea that you might not know how to defeat him is... Okay. Here. Uh, One more day of movement? Yeah. Looks like you will pass some mild creatures that aren't really worth your time. Uh, That night, before you wake up, you'll hear some wolves, but they won't come any closer to your campsite. And as you travel through the day, you see a pair of stags fighting each other, um, but they will break off as you guys approach. Okay. I don't know exactly where we're going, so I'm letting him lead the way Uh, from here. He will lead you here, here, into the woods. All right. You'll travel well within the confines of this light forest, approaching the ocean, but not quite getting there. You'll see it in the distance. Um, You'll never quite be able to hear it, but you'll turn inward through the woods until you start coming across a rocky, I don't quite want to call it a plain, but an area of the forest where the rock underneath the soil starts to jut out more and more until you come across a statue of a deer grazing um, as if it were like pulling its head up from having grazed but never quite making it all the way up and turned yeah. to a perfect replication of the stone. I've seen, yeah, I've seen these statues before mm-hmm. when I was traveling through these lands. Mm-hmm. This is when Alexander will tell you he's close. And you'll move closer. Remember to avert your eyes. Do not look at her. Mm -hmm. 
In fact, if we see her, we should probably just run. Um, have you seen her cave with your own eyes? Yes. We you made it inside. Oh, I didn't. I was the outside guard. But the others went in. And it went too quiet. And I peered in and I could see my men. Statues. Silhouettes. We'll get a little closer. Yeah, Pass I would like to. Sir, can you take me to the cave, but uh, not directly? Let's let's try and circle behind it. Yeah, you'll he'll head south uh, east a little bit more, so you get a little closer to the ocean, the point where you can smell the salt air. Circle around what he hopes is the cave, and after um, a long day of sort of hiking and searching, you come across um, from the backside of the cave, walking over just earth until it begins to slope downward and into view springs the statues um, you can see maybe a half dozen warriors here on placed... the back side of the cave or did he mess up and brought no, out in front of the cave like you're coming from the back side and looking down a bit of a hill mm -hmm. into what okay. appears to be a menagerie of statues I... and Alexander tells you that these were in the cave when I saw them. They've clearly been moved outside by now. And they're posed in ways, like they're clearly frozen in the way that they were originally formed, but they've been arranged to make it seem like the statues are fighting each other. Like some of the, two of the people are hunting animals, and then four of the people are fighting themselves, uh, each other, like in a two-on-two -two sort of battle. One person's on the ground trying to shield themselves. Another person has a spear raised, ready to strike. Yeah. None of them passed their saving throws. If they did, they wouldn't have been turned to stone. Yeah. It's only halfway through the day, right? So the sun is up. Mm -hmm. Peeking through the leaves. I tell Alexander to be quiet. And uh, I slash we search the backside of this cave. I want to see if there's any secret entrances or back entrances to the cave. I don't have, I don't have any magic that I use here. So I think I'm just using my eyes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just using your eyes to search the area for another entrance. Another, yeah, like a back entrance and exit. Do you like a perception check or roll? I would secret? love a perception check. And I will, t if, yeah, yeah. Alexander is maybe keeping watch while I'm looking around, or maybe he's looking mm -hmm. around with me. Pretty hands-off manager, so it's uh, kind of left to his own judgment. Yep. Uh, you will not find an exit to the cave with a twenty-seven. Well, it seems like there's just the one entrance. Um, and I will go to the top of the cave, mm -hmm. readying an action to avert my eyes from any uh, snake women. I will like peer over the edge. About how far down is it? Like from the top of the cave to the ground level? 
Um, you know, it's more of like a, a sloping thing, and then there's like a, a cutaway in the middle of it. Okay. It looks um, man-made, snake Medusa-made. It's like she's tunneled into this yeah, hill. Yeah, like she's tunneled into the hill. It's not a natural cave. So okay. the, the entrance where she's tunneled is maybe seven or eight foot of a drop at most, depending on the way that you approach it. Uh, okay. But the rest of it is just a gentle slope down. Okay. I think this is probably the right spot for us to take our next break at. Yeah, and a cliffhanger we'll... to, to drop on us. Yeah, we got, what, an hour and a half still-ish? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant, yeah, I meant there's oh, no, right. like... And then you see movement from the cave and we go we'll figure it out after this uh, no movement Word yet. from our sponsors no sponsors yet either no sponsors yet nope nope um a word from whoever pays twitch to put advertising on twitch uh that i really don't care about and i don't endorse their products in any way shape or form so we'll see you guys on the other side of the break bye-bye Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dicing with Death. Hello. Hello. So, there's absolutely no back door into the Medusa's lair. Yep. I don't know what kind of wedding this is. I'll tell you that story later. Um, <laughs> so, um, I am above the entrance now. Devon is. Correct. Um, scoping it out. How many statues are there in front? Well, there are eight statues of humans and then maybe 20 statues of various animals, small from bunny size to large as a deer. You petrified the bunnies? Bunnies, the squirrels, the deer, the doe, the owl. The raccoon, the opossum, and her babies. Might it be possible to cave in this cave? Well, yeah, sure. It's like made from dirt. Yeah. I don't know how you cave in a cave. I back up a little bit and take a look at it. Uh, You're still on top of it, though, right? So if you back up, you can't actually see it, right? You'd have to be in front of it to look in. I don't know. All you're seeing is your own. Maybe I'll circle field. later, but from now I'll back up. Well, but I'm I'm imagining causing some kind of avalanche. Okay. So the it's a gentle sloping hill. Maybe fifteen degrees, twenty degrees. Um You could in theory pile dirt and rocks and trees and stuff in the entrance way. Um, this hill isn't really steep enough to like landslide or collapse down without serious additional effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question about this conjure simple object spell. Mm-hmm. It says that the object must be fragile. However, the examples given are like a ladder, a hammer, a dagger, a crowbar. How would a fragile crowbar be a crowbar. The object must not weigh more than one oh, pound okay. or be oh, fragile. It must not be have, fragile. Or have okay. moving parts, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it can't be fragile. It can't have moving parts, patterns, gotcha. or complicated construction. Okay. 
So I could conjure a shovel or something like that. Yeah, you could conjure a shovel. Uh, I think that all has to be made of one material. Yeah, so I probably I may stack this with like a conjure spell components and like gets or actually or use my disintegration to disintegrate like some metal or something like that. Mm, mm-hmm. I could disintegrate a copper coin and make yourself and a copper shovel, make like a bro- bronze shovel, or like oh. let's see what else I have on my character sheet. That might work. <clears throat> Do would I? possibility so I begin I am an amateur cartographer I don't know if that helps here but I uh, begin surveying the hillside and imagining what it might take to like shovel a destabilize the top and cause a landslide and I will circle around to the front of the cave giving it a wide berth of over 100 feet, let's say over 120 feet to give me like okay. a round away from the entrance. Right. And I will, uh, yeah, think about how to collapse the entrance and also get a look for the first time of the front. So you survey the area, try and get an air, uh, try and see how you might be able to collapse it and also come within 120 feet of it as you circle around to keep an eye or yeah. to, to see what the inside might look like. And what do you or do with front. Alexander during this time? I don't. So I was about to ask like where he is at the end of all this, but he's not really my concern. Ah. So, so the, entry, the entryway doesn't... Whatever creature lies within the entrance lies deep within, beyond line of sight from the front or perhaps just lurking in the shadows, just deep enough into the shade for you not to see the petrifying snakes. Um, The area looks like the cave itself, like the tunnel you might be able to collapse. Um, It is supported by tall struts, uh, but the struts are not like the normal sort of wood struts that Akitos is making for your Quanot. Uh, instead, what we have are people who are bound by their wrists with their hands up in the air, um, their, their hands being flat and their arms up in the air. They look like they've been bound at the wrist and at the feet, um, as if they've been sacrificed to create columns or pillars. It's hard to tell if their hands are actually touching the earth or if there's maybe like a board between them and the soil above them to try and create a... to hold the roof up. Um, Pretty twisted. Yeah, you'd have to get a little bit closer, but it seems like there's some coordinated sacrificial effort happening here. Um... So, um, yeah, 
dicey situation. It is, especially given my limited uh, arsenal. Hmm. What is your is your objective to slay the creature? To romance um, the creature? I, what, you and chat both. We already did this chat. Go back and watch the VODs. You got what you wanted. That's the trouble with these monsters. You, you give them just a little taste and they just want more and more and more. Again, again, do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious what the Medusa actually wants. Hmm. Right. Compliment her interior design taste. I actually am from a pure, like, I don't know, level design interior decorating standpoint i i am a fan of those uh petrified Statue. pillars yeah. <laughs> i might not agree with the morality of them but they look quite nice the, well done, the, Medusa. the aesthetic it uh yeah certainly matches her vibes um I am curious what the Medusa wants, so a conversation with her wouldn't be out of order, but I also don't really... Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I think I will cast a light spell to peer within the cave. Like, how far can I see inside of it from here? I think your vision will probably extend 15 feet from your 120 range until the shadows within the cave become a problem. It's uh, at least mid-afternoon by now, and the cave generally faces northward, and we're in the summer, so the sun is like sort of above and behind the cave entrance, um, making it difficult to peer into. Let's see... Do I need more than a 10-foot cube? Do I need two swarms? I don't think so. I think I'll just cast one. So I pull a... I pull a... What do I have? All right, I pull a dried firefly from my pocket. Crush it up and blow a swarm of magic fireflies. Alright. The fireflies blow out from your hand, swarm maybe it's just, around one another. Maybe it's just one. I don't know. It's a ten foot ten foot cube. Or anyways. I think it's a small collection. <clears throat> I think each individual firefly is too dim to shed enough light so you end sure. up creating like a small yeah. swarm. Yeah, and I send the swarm wafting towards the cave. Yes. Uh, they flutter oh. into the cave. And I move them around somewhat randomly so that it looks like a semi-natural swarm. And get a look into the cave. Well, at the very entrance, you can see these statues holding them things up, and by the light of your fireflies, you can see that there is indeed some sort of bracing above the hands, some sort of wood planks that hold the ceiling up. Uh, 
you understand well enough that if you were to remove these statues and these boards, the ceiling would prop- maybe not collapse immediately, but it would not have anything to prevent it or resist a collapse if a collapse were to get started somehow. Um, and the first 20 feet or so seem fine of the cave entrance. How deep would you like to send them? Um, Deeper than that. So I want to see, like, does it just go straight in 20 feet? Mm-hmm. It goes in for about 20 feet, which sort of checks because the, the hill's not that steep, right? So 20 feet in, there's probably only like four or five feet of earth above the roof. Oh, the swarm advances until there's a curve in the path or it opens up or something. Uh, they will buzz in to about the 40-foot marker, shedding light to the 50-foot marker. Do swarms of... Do fireflies have to save versus petrification? Can they even see a creature? What is the vision range of a... Of a firefly? Um, I think the swarm just gets turned into tiny little stone bugs and falls to the ground. Are they, they actually living, though? Like, is it not... I mean, you tell me, is is this actually... Yeah, it conjures a swarm of fireflies from somewhere else in the world that you're just, like, trans- transposing through space. Really? I thought it was magical light. I mean, it's... It, hmm, you're right. It is sort of magical light. School enchant... Oh, no, that, that might be wrong. It is, is conjuration enchant- summoning. Okay. Yeah. Commanded creature. The creatures can be only commanded to look uh, using only a look and a gesture. Only moments of focus. Yeah, so I think they are living creatures that are shedding a magical light. They're like being transported and bound by the spell and also enhanced by the spell through the process. So um, they will flutter in and you will get the briefest shadowy outline of a woman with snakes for hair that stand on ends and face forward, twisting and writhing between each other, tongues out um, before all of a sudden the lights just start dropping out of the sky, out of the air, out of the tunnel, uh, falling to the ground. And the gr- Did you roll saving throws for my swarm? No, they all failed automatically. Huh. I was not They're- expecting my light spell to be turned to stone. Okay. Um, what? So this was in. This is fifty feet in, so it's forty feet of passageway, and then was she just standing in the hallway, or was there like a chamber? It was beginning to open, um, and the creature <clears throat> moved from the shadows towards the light source. Okay. Uh, which then caused them to flicker out and die. I sidestep and begin circling towards the hill in case she emerges. Mm. Good thing that you did, because a voice comes out from the hill. Who would enter my lair? Who out there dares approach me? State your purpose, mortal. Where is uh, where is Alexander at this point? He's on top of the the earthen area, um, well out of sight of the front door. 
I give him Got a look. Got a spear and a sword. I, yeah, I clutch my spear. Does he have a ranged weapon? Just a spear. Oh god, he's fucked. We're all screwed, I guess. <clears throat> I pause for a moment. I look to Alexander, thinking whether I should respond. Um, he edges I, closer to the front so that if something were to pop out, he could stab yeah. down and ready as an attack. Um, well, here goes nothing. I say, uh, I am Devon. Sorcerer of these lands. And I ask, who are you to set up your lair in the people's forest. The people's what is it you want? Forest nonsense. These are my lands now, and you will submit and obey or join me in another form entirely. What is it you want? I want to taste your fear upon the wind. I want to see your people flee and lock their last look of horror in forever as they turn back. Then why do you hide here in your cave? I am not hiding. I am merely napping. You too will fall to my domain in a matter of time. Come now, creature. Show yourself. Meet your fate. Well, she seems unwilling to negotiate. Unreasonable. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. And I continue to sidestep and uh, go towards the top of the, the hill where Alexander is. Yeah, you can make it to the top of the hill, no problem. Does she come out, or...? Uh, nope, she's just talking from the inside, uh, projecting mm -hmm. her voice quite loudly to yeah. make sure that you can hear from wherever you might be. Yeah. Did you give your name? I've forgotten. I did. Okay. Yeah. Come on, Devon. It's time to meet your fate. Do not be afraid of me. Or better yet, do be afraid and tell the others and run, hide. Let me find you. Let me chase you down. Give me the thrill of the hunt. simple object only lasts 12 rounds. I don't know if that's long enough to do much digging. Oh, maybe extended if the caster maintains full concentration on the spell. Okay. So I could maintain concentration. Like, so I could, I could conjure a shovel and use it indefinitely as long as I'm actively using it and thinking about shoveling. That's the, that's the intent of the, the spell, correct? Yeah. 
as long as you're thinking about it. But it says the duration can be extended if the caster maintains full concentration. Oh, right. So like, right. You otherwise, can conjure, you can conjure a shovel or a pick and use it to complete whatever task you conjured it for. Mm -hmm. As long as you're concentrating on it, it stays. Um, <clears throat> I don't respond. I've yet to conjure a spell, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking double. about it. Okay. Devon, are you still there? Oh, is ESP, oh. you'd consider dirt to be rock or how what's the equivalent dirt to rock or is there an equivalent can we make dirt be like the same as wood uh wood doesn't so esp is stopped by rock or metal it is not mentioned wood so would oh. esp go through soil would it go through a natural cavern or a natural tunnel like this um uh, let's say dirt is half as effective as rock so you would need four feet of dirt to block esp so um judging by the angle of the hill and the depth of the tunnel if the creature is at the very front or within you know 15 feet of the front and you are up within 15 feet of the front you should be able to reach it with esp Well, for now, I'm waiting to see if she'll come out. But She calls again. Are you still there, Devon? What brings you to my home? So very um, few come here. I'm a patient man, so I'll let her keep talking to herself for mm. as long as she's content to talk. And maybe she'll eventually get curious and come on out. Well, take uh, one step at a time, because she does talk. She sort of calls out into the open a few times for you, asking if you're still there. Um, and then after a bit of a pause, says, I can taste fear. I know you're here, Devon. I can taste it in the air. Um, which you might not actually be all that afraid of her, but clearly Alexander is. He's sweating bullets standing above this entrance with his spear and shield ready. Now, now. Perhaps we can work together. I could always use servants. And if you work on my behalf, I can promise that you will never see the stone. You can continue to bathe yourself in the light of day for as long as you are useful. There are people that I could use. You could gather the giants together for me so they may build my palace. Wouldn't that be better than turning to stone like the others, Devon? Poor friend. She will taunt you a little bit more, um, call for you whisper about the things that she wishes to do, which are pretty much just causing terror and destruction and 
turning everyone I'll to stone. I walk my way down to the side of the, so I'm like 120 feet away from the entrance, but like per- perpendicular to it. Yep. Um, and I'll wait there, casually like leaning against the tree, maybe slightly concealed, waiting by the entrance in case she does come out. But I'll just hang out for half an hour, watching poor Alexander sweat on top of the, the cave entrance. Uh, you want to be on the east or west side of the entrance? East is towards the ocean, west is towards the inland. The cave faces south. The cave faces north. North. Yeah. Um, I think I'm on the west side. Well, if you're waiting for now half an hour, she'll step out and the ready yeah, to I attack will go I cast a off. shadow snap as soon as she steps out. Okay. You shadow snap her. The Is Alexander out of ready to attack? Yes, he does. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God, Alexander. And, don't uh, look at her, I shout. But I mean, that's, I guess, after the words of magic. Why don't Alexander and I roll initiative? Yeah. Yep. Versus each other. Go for it. Um, He will be rolling a 1d10 plus 6 for his spear initiative. Shadow snap is... Too, so I will probably beat him. Uh, definitely beat him. Yeah. Oh, barely. I guess there's no way I could have failed. So as soon as she steps into the light, I point, and a dagger falls. And she makes a saving throw versus spell. Maybe some kind of penalty for not seeing it coming. I mean, ordinarily, targets that do not see the spell coming, fleeing targets, for example, do not get a save. Mm-hmm. I'll give her a but I feel like she's disadvantage not fleeing. save because she might be taken by surprise yeah. by this. Yeah. Uh, a four will fail. So she will be caught. You will try to screech out the words in time, but yeah. Alexander is ready with his spear and he drives it down onto her with a natural 20. Seriously? She's held, so I mean, AC gonna... reduced by four. Not gonna fudge the dice. High to make ground, him high ground for sure. Um, well, she's not held, right? It's just her feet, so it's an AC penalty of two. Okay. It's like a web held. Um, high okay. ground, and she, she didn't see it. Surprise! Roll a roll a surprise check. Um, she's not quite so surprised. She's aware. She can smell the fear. Fuck! There's one on the D10 for the surprise, though. I think she's I was still gonna say that right? she... she like knows they're out there. She's not. Ex- she's surprised by an ambush. She's not surprised by our presence. But right. But she was intentionally like peering around the entrance of the cave as she walked out. Right. You know that's the most dangerous part is the exit. And she was also like a spell hits her, and she's like, "What the fuck? I just got hit by a spell!" And then surprise attack with a spear. I mean, I was gonna give her bonuses to surprise, but a one on the d10 is the auto- is the surprise. So I guess Alexander is positioned in such so a way be a full that plus four to hit right for the. Uh, yeah. Plus five because of the high ground. Surprise is one. High ground is one. The okay. Shadow snap then, is two. The plus four. And sure. then so yeah. 20 plus four plus his already. What was it? Um, I think I he's still a specialist, right? Yeah, every you, when I was one, fighting I them, every two. every spearman in Romulus was a specialized fighter, right? Yes, they have plus every... three to hit. Nice. Their so specialized level two or something like that or there yes specialized level two so level three, three and four right? yeah level three actually specialized level mm-hmm. three um so three and four is seven that's a total of 27 to hit 
against AC-15 is a double crit. Oh, whoops, hold on, it's a Madar. Here's a Medusa. AC-15. Is that including Dex? Like, what is that AC from? I don't think any of it's from Dex. It's from her scaly skin? You know, it's hard to say. A lot of creatures have high AC without any obvious explanation. Mm-hmm. Although five for dex is, that's like 19 dex. Yeah, be which would give them crazy bonuses to missile weapons, which should be mentioned. Medusa wear human clothing, loose dresses or robes, seldom wear armor, cannot easily wear helmets, and may carry. Yeah. Yeah, so monster like ACs tend public. to be this amorphous thing, like a little bit of combat ability, a little bit of speed, a little bit of dexterity. I'm just wondering if that's reduced at all by being held, but whatever. Well, either way, he's done max possible ice of damage. Right, clears, uh, so, by, clears by 10 with a natural 20, so it's three times dice. Yeah, so we're going to do... You want to roll 64 plus 2 for our spear specialist? Oh, ultra spear! Watch, ultra spear gets nerfed right here. 19 points of damage. Ooh, to her... Slightly more than that, but not a lot more. Alright. Uh, she took 19 points of damage. Has a max HP of something, something. this, subtract the 19. I'm going to drag her into view of you. Go. And, uh, and I believe we should roll initiative at this point. Like, real initiative. Also, uh, I do believe Alexander needs to save versus petrification. Only if he looks her in the eyes. I have instructed him to avoid eye contact. Uh, yes, but the snakes in her hair are looking towards him. They look. Is that up. all it takes? Is it like a yeah. three six? Like it's anywhere, three sixties, three sixty degrees. You don't even need to look her in the face. Mm. Right there, because yeah, there's yeah. something about like averting your eyes and getting a a if bonus to away, saves. True, but you he wouldn't have been able to make the opportunity attack if he wasn't looking at her because he wouldn't have yeah, known when I she stepped he, out. Or he would have gotten penalties, okay. Right, so he, but he had to, in order to strike her when she first steps out, he has to be looking and the snake well, stays up at him as his spear thrusts down. If he turns to stone, he'll fall on top of her and do falling damage, right? If he's unstable with his spear strike. There's, there's a chance that he falls on top of her, right? There's a chance. There's a non-zero chance. Um, but he first needs to pass his game throw versus petrification. Would you like to roll that or should I? I was going to let you roll it. Alright, do we know what it is? He's a third level fighter. I'm going to look it up right now. Fighter. Petrification, paralyzation, uh, 14 or higher on a d20. Ooh. No! 
turns to stone. Um, and I'll roll a die to see if he falls. No, he's fine. Um, so he's frozen to into stone. His spear plunged down, like scraping through the Medusa's uh, shoulder. Like the spear came right where the clavicle, right in between the clavicle and the. I guess there's nothing on the back side, but back. The, the trapezoid between the clavicle and the trapezoid where it went not trapezoid Trapezo- trapezius trapezius yes but a trapezoid is just a shape um, in case you didn't know kids trapezoids are shapes uh, and let's roll initiative between Devon and the Medusa I have a question. Ooh. Natural 10 on the initiative. Ouch. Yeah. Um, casting spells with line of sight with your eyes closed. How would you handle that, Pat? Can't? Fine. Because you can't see? Like, what spell are we talking about? Uh, arcane spray. So if you close your eyes and point, or if you, like, sight the target, approach, close your eyes and point. So that I don't get, yeah, so I don't get petrified. I guess, or I guess another question, ha- where does, how does range work in this case? Like if the meta, I'm metagaming, I know the typical range of a Medusa's gaze is the same as my arcane spray's range. Mm. So like, does, does arcane spray begin at the fingertip? So since my fingertip is not my eye, I would not have to roll a saving throw. I suppose if the ranges were hard 30 feet each and your fingertips are in front of your eyes, you would gain like a foot and a half range right? with your arcane spray. Yes. But I don't think you can estimate the distance between you and the Medusa to be 31 and a half feet. I, yeah. you, it's mm-hmm. going to be too difficult and there's going to be too much motion and movement involved. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, it's not like you've got a, a yard, a ruler on the ground. Well, the initiative I rolled was plus eight, so that's for a sling bullet. Okay. Woo! So you will barely beat her. Let's do that first. Uh, missile attack. I guess I don't have enough deck. Not quite enough decks to actually. Eighteen. We'll do that it. will strike. You crack the Medusa. Two points of damage. And I will head up the hill. Um, what's the, uh, how far can you move and make one missile attack? Move. Half no move. move is half missile attack rate. Full really? move is so, no missile attack rate. So you Unless... to make to make a slingshot, I literally have to stand still. If the rate of fire is one, I believe so. Yes. And that's what the yeah. missile weapon fighting style is for. Yeah. Is that right? Let me. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the rules as written. It feels like a dumb 
It, feel, I'm, it feels crazy to, that that takes an entire minute when there's literally nothing else happening. Like, it's, yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, I think it's, you know, you're grabbing a rock, you're slinging it around, you toss it. One mm-hmm. minute combat rounds are also difficult if we stick to a full hard minute, because it shouldn't take you yeah. one minute to sling a creature. Um, right, I mean, usually the hand wave, it's like, that's assuming you're, well, it's like, it's assuming you're jumping, jiving, and dodging attacks and running around a battlefield. If you're not allowed to opening. run around a battlefield because mm-hmm. you're using a missile weapon, it's like, Sling. All right, gotta stand here for the next forty-five seconds. <clears throat> uh-huh. Maybe you just had trouble finding an appropriate rock. It dropped out of your hands. Mm, I mean, I have the a pouch of sling bullets. Head your way. Yeah. Sometimes the timing can get a little awkward. Yeah. Movement to missile. Rather than slug it up, blah blah blah. blah. Um, a character can move up to one half his normal movement rate and engage in missile fire at half his normal rate of fire. Plus, man can move 120 feet. Could move 60 and fire one shot with a bow. Same man armed with a heavy crossbow would be able to shoot once every four rounds while on. Okay. Well, at the very least, I should be able to duck behind a tree after throwing that or something. Yeah, you can position like yourself in such a way that you get some yeah. free cover. Um, Not that I really think there's much she can do from here, but we'll find out. Shadow snap. Blades first. Air plunge into the ground under the target's shadow as long as blades on the ground, target cannot move from the I would down. like you to roll a spellcraft check if you're going to try to metagame the mm-hmm. specific rules of the spell. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm going to make her make a check because she is a highly intelligent and magical creature who is born by the gods here to cause chaos. There is a chance that she understands what's happening with her and will be able to mitigate the spell. Or a chance that she has no idea. Yeah, we haven't really on. seen. Like it doesn't say in the spell's description. Like the creature can reach down and just pluck the dagger right out of the ground. That seems like it would be a shit spell if that's all it took. But there is the bit about like lighting conditions changing. Right, and if like the lighting is such that your shadow's twenty feet long or ten feet long, and the blade comes at your head, even if you know that it's there, you might not be able to reach the ten feet. Um, okay. And I think most creatures are probably going to be unaware of how this affects or works. But yeah. Does she have a? Do you think she has a spellcraft proficiency? Ordinarily, spellcraft is int minus two. Then we're gonna make an int minus two check. Yep. Um. Yep. I'll do it publicly. Why not? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, eighteen on the die. Yes. He's heard of Seltzer, and she knows of the spell. Yes, she is a creature here to cause havoc, and it is useful for her to know the defenses of your peoples. I think all she could do is, like, if she had a light spell or something, that may free her. Uh, I think she's just going to pull the blade from the ground and have it fizzle and then run inside the cave and hide. Because she's at, like, you know, Is that really all it takes to defeat this second-level spell? I mean, you designed it, but I guess yeah. we'll find out. Yes. The idea is that it is a uh, magical blade, holds her in place, and it can be removed. 
so she can remove it because she knows what's going on. And with the it being high noon in the middle of summer or just afternoon, the shadows are not particularly long, and she can reach him with her hand. Can you uh, roll to see where the where this blade ended up, or where it? I mean, I mean well, or where it, this next round? Because I don't think she can do that same round. Right. So as we discussed it, the sun is the cave faces north, so the sun is behind the cave and maybe like a little to the so side. So her shadow is going to be like in front of her. Front and to the side. Yeah. But and is unless it within, the sun is at a... Is it with, the, it's got to be within three feet of her for her to reach it. I mean, I feel like she should have to roll something to remove it. And like maybe she gets another saving throw every round. She tries to pull it out. Give her a save versus spell to see if she can reach and remove this. A save versus like spell that. seems like a right, reasonable... Like if, you know, if you know the source of the... Yeah. Yeah. That seems fair. Yeah. I can get behind some of that logic. Can she do that the same round she spellcrafts? Yeah, I think so. I don't think you need a dedicated round to do each thing. That'd be pretty brutal. Mm -hmm. Um, So saving throw versus spell to see if she can remove it. Six on the die is not going to do it. Um, So she is stuck here this round. Maybe it's like stuck in the ground. She can crowd her like she's barely grabbing it, tugging on it. Yep. Seems fair to let her make a saving throw every very five e yeah. to get a saving throw every round to try and break the hold. Yeah, especially since this is a a call it. It's a nice hold spell that can really screw a person or really. Yeah, and it scales well at these low levels. It doesn't last that long, but eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's you know a pretty easy target to hit with a pretty good range. Anyway, let's roll initiative. Um, she will attempt to escape and rolls a natural one on her initiative. Second saving throw. Third there we go. Throw. That's the 16 that we need. She now, grabs So the... I was running around to the top of the cave to try to push the statue. Mm-hmm. Can, is she... Can she move as soon as she does this? I mean, she wins initiative. She pulls it out. She wins initiative by a mile. Yeah. She pulls it out and just bolts back into the cave. Um, And you'll get to the statue up top after she's already withdrawn. And you can hear her say, uh, whispering, you sneaky bastard. You and your spells. You think that's going to be the end of me? Come, my children. Um, I okay, so I'm changing my action to cast sure. a spell, to cast my arcane spray. Um, actually, I think I, well, so I can, before I even get a chance to run, I see her escape, right? So I can divert, I think instead of running to the top, I can run directly to the cave entrance. Yeah, so like you start going towards the top, you see that she pulls out the blade and disappears into the cave. And you can so change I her course of for the cave entrance. Um, I guess I can't, I'll activate my ESP as I'm approaching and mm-hmm. I will stop just short of the cave entrance. Okay. Um, right around the corner. I'm going to Arcane Spray next round, but I activate Arcane Spray and try to e- echo locate her, or ESP locate her thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I activate the ESP in my Serona. She is, what, the range is 90 feet, I think? Uh, for my, is it, 
if it goes by my level, the range is, I think it's five yards per level. So I think it's 20 yards, which is 80, or which is 60 feet. Let me double check. Yeah, five yards per level. Yeah. So 60 feet. Mm -hmm. um, and how close to the cave do you want to get? Uh, up to literally next to the entrance. I close my eyes and I ESP. Oh yeah. yeah. Your ESP washes in and the first thoughts that come to your mind are just cluck, 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 cluck. And then your mind rests upon a creature of malevolence and evil with hatred for you in particular, apparent on the surface of their thoughts. Um, I wonder if I can use this to locate her. Like if I can use her surface thoughts, surface thoughts to tell where she is in the cave, or like use just the sense of the spell to like tell how far away she is. Mm. Like, if you detect the surface thoughts, do you detect where the creature is? Right. Like in uh, in some video games, you cast you use your ESP and you get these like shadowy outlines of the creatures through the doors and stuff like that. I don't think it's going to be quite like X-ray vision level here. I think it's more you just you can detect the thing there. Right? Caster the can be used to help determine if a creature lurks behind a door, for example, but it doesn't always reveal what sort of creature it is. I think that's in par with like you don't you also don't get its position from you. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Okay. Um, so you hear the cluck, 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 cluck. Yeah, well, I only, in your mind. You, you target a feature, creature. I, I target Medusa. Right. Um, um, and let's roll and, initiative. Yeah. I will... If I just close my eyes, am I guaranteed to not see anything? Or... You won't see anything if your eyes are closed. Yeah. 100%. Okay. Eyes closed, I will ready my arcane spray, or prepare to cast an arcane spray. Uh, you're just gonna get ready to cast an arcane spray down the hallway? Yeah, I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna blast it down the hallway. But uh, I want to know that she's there. So I think I'm gonna use ESP, like I think I'll be casting the spell with the ESP going in the back and like use that to try and target her. So I'm hoping that, like, if I pop around the corner, I'll get an ESP response, like, of, like, her acknowledging my existence with her surface thoughts so that I know that she's there. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, but I think ESP is one of those things that you have to concentrate on pretty heavily, right? Like, Not it... really. This is 2E. There's no concentration. Like, um... it's ESP. Probe surface thoughts. Probes continue. Same round, around, around. Doesn't say anything about needing to concentrate or well, not to concentrate. Hmm. Okay, so I'm thinking of the detect magic spell that says it takes a full round for you to get the effects of the spell because you're like focusing yeah. on it and moving it around. You don't yeah, think ESP says... would work in a similar method where you have to like be focusing on the area to get it to go off, that it would take like effort? Hmm.
It doesn't say anything about it taking effort. I mean, if you want to, I mean, the, the duration continues for four rounds. Mm -hmm. If you're saying like to probe surf, to probe a creature takes full concentration and you can't do anything. I feel like it should say that, like probing takes full concentration and the caster can't cast any other spells. Hmm. I guess if you're, if you're not really trying to get the surface thoughts, if you're just trying to get like, I'm waiting for a cue. I mean, we could even delay it where like, if I get the surface thought, then I start casting the spell. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're going to focus on the thoughts until you get a signal that the creature mm -hmm. is going to come out. And then we could just roll initiative between you and her at that point. Well, something. not necessarily. I think I'm going to step into the hallway on my initiative. Or, yeah. Okay. So on your initiative, you, you concentrating the ESP, step into the hallway and wait for a signal that she's coming towards you, and then you're going to cast Arcane Spray. Chat's saying that you once uh, were arguing that ESP would be a good combat spell because so, you can de detect the next move in combat. <laughs> I don't know what he's referring to. I mean, I, c I could imagine a higher level divination spell for sure being like, you can, yeah, anyways. Do I contradict myself? Very well then. I contradict uh, myself. So. You step out. You yeah, so focus do you want, on the should creature. we roll initiative at all? I, I guess. No, I because guess the I'm results are different than expected. Um, the her thought, her surface thoughts, as you're focusing on her, have absolutely nothing to do with her coming out of the cave, and is more sort of like a gleeful, "Let my children do my work for me." Oh shit. Um. I yeah, I'm getting. I think I unleashed the arcane spray down the hallway before turning tail and running. I need the Furman barrier. So, what are we? How are we resolving this? Um, you're gonna roll initiative against the cockatrice, which will be represented by a cockroach on our map. All right. Arcane spray goes first. Um, presumably she is above the cockatrice. Um, but you know, arcane spray with, I point down the hallway overhead. It's a spray of 20 magic missiles. Mm -hmm. I think this may be the rules lawyer position where like, if it doesn't blast the first creature, there's still missiles left that should be able to target the second creature. Absolutely. Maybe but you it can... does have a range of 30 feet and she is yeah. beyond the, your range. Oh, then I can open my eyes. Uh, yeah, right. but I guess you don't know that she's beyond your yeah. range, right? Then I guess it's the cockatrice that's probably going to get sprayed. Uh, if you're um, aiming at her and the cockatrice is on the ground, though, would your arcane spray focus it? You've made the spell. How bad do you want it to be? Um, it's, so it, <laughs> I guess I have to point at a target, but it, it's a spray of 20 missiles. Yeah, it's like a it's a, a spray, like, kind of a, like a shotgun blast. But if you're yeah. aiming it above the cockatrice, you're not probably aiming it. it at like chest level. How tall is a cockatrice? That at most, it's a chicken, but it's like a. You know, okay, fine. Monstrous. I burn the MP and I turn tail and run. All right, that's what I wanted to hear. Um, and you turn tail and run. Screw you, you and ah, screw ah, the spell. Ah, ah. Never again, meme spray. Worst second level spell ever. Almost right. as bad as Melf's Acid Arrow. Almost. Well, thank God it's not worse. That'd be a terrible spell. 
uh, the you can hear the chicken clucking for you as you turn tail and flee. Um, a faster movement rate than the cockatrice, so you can outrun it. Um, I mean, I run not even that far. Like, I'll, I'll, eventually, I'll be aware that the ESP is out of range, right? Yes. Then I will open my eyes and look over my shoulder to see what the cockatrice is doing. Uh, the cockatrice is running after you, flapping its little chicken wings, trying just, to go it's faster. It's just the one. It's just the one, but it's coming for you. I mean, I guess I go running, pursued by a cockatrice. Okay. Uh, within a, you move at double the pace of the cockatrice, so you can quickly escape it and uh, turn around with room to spare. Oops. Um, well, there's a cockatrice coming for you. How slow is it? So I run for at least a minute and try to gauge how slow it is. Movement speed six, literally half yours. So I can kite it uh, with my, with my sling. Move for two rounds. So I can, right, I can move in movement rate six, keep our distance, and throw slings at it as it chases me. Right, so you could run for a round, turn around, fire. Sling it. Yeah. Run for a round, turn around, sling it. Yeah. Yeah. Does it just chase me indefinitely? Uh, this Which might be fun to just lure it all the way back to Necrot and put it in my cockatrice cage. This one is chasing you. Uh, why don't you make your first attack and we'll find out how long it chases you for? 10 will probably not do anything. Doesn't hit. Cockatrice chases. You back up. You sling. Um, hold on a second. Um, I'm almost out of sling bullets. And because there's no economy, there's nowhere to buy those damn things. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Re, I'm gonna have to re-roll a character so I can get gear again. You're just gonna have to, you know, make it a priority to make gear available to you through something, through right. non-standard means. So we're now like 200 feet from the cave, something like that. Mm -hmm. 17 ought to hit. For max damage. will hit Six. against the and I will keep kiting this thing out into the field as long as it chases me. Uh, Should I keep rolling attack rolls? Yeah. Roll me another one. Oh no. Yeah. You want a saving throw or anything? Yeah, give me saving throw versus death. Maybe you like trip and stumble, and the cockatrice has a chance to maybe catch up to you or something. Um, it's a fail. Ooh, I think you trip and stumble, and the cockatrice. Oh, can will... I trip if I can't move while I'm shooting? <laughs> it's the uh, trying to move and shoot at the same time, trying to overcome the game rules, and then like you, you stumble on a rock, 
you drop the thing and you catch your ankle on a root and you trip and you fall on your face and you have to scramble back to your knees. And why don't you roll me initiative versus the cockatrice as it runs after you and you realign yourself. Oh, it goes so badly. You can get up and run away again, no problem. Uh, that initiative roll is two. I said I'd never do it again, Neil, but I did it again. Oh. <laughs> you turn around make and a, spray the cockatrice. Make a saving throw versus spell. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. And I have a plus one to this because I have... Um, my scarab of protection. Mm-hmm. So it's 37. Um, it's two times level plus dex. Int. Int. Uh, for it, it's dex, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you have average dexterity. So... It's a chicken or chicken dexterous. Maybe they're sort of dexterous. dexterous, but not super. Like, they're kind of clumsy birds, but they're also yeah. sort of small and nimble. I don't know. Uh, 10 seems fair. So 4 on the die, plus 10, plus twice its hit dice. 5 is 10, so it's a 24 total on the cockatrice. I got a 37. The difference there is 13. Yep. Uh, You spray it for 13 damage, bringing it to almost dead. The bird is covered in bloody stains, its feathers ripped off its body all over the place. It gives a shrill shriek and, and does I a get up 180 and, and oh, runs. It runs. And runs. I sling it and take it down. Next round, it can only run It can full movement rate. It can run 60 yards, really? You've made two attacks, right? So... Yeah, the, so that's four rounds, so it'll take four rounds for the cockatrice to get back home. Yeah, I'm wondering how far it is by the time I get a sling bullet off. It'll be three rounds from its home. Yeah, how far it is from me. It can move. Oh, it's distance from you? If it's moving a full if it's moving at full movement rate, it has AC penalties. But it might be at medium range, I think, is what I'm thinking. Let's roll the die and see if that becomes a problem. Yeah. Nine is borderline. It's back attack, but it might be at long range. Got AC 14. Even with back attack, it's no good. Okay. Um, Then I've got at least one more shot, right? I can move its movement rate. Mm -hmm. Well, you want to move probably a little bit faster than its movement rate so that it'll still be within two rounds. So this is two rounds, and then I get another round to shoot it. Yep. Um, So the cave will be in view on this round as you're slinging it, and it'll be on its way towards the cave when you crack it in the back uh, for enough to bring it unconscious or dead. The cockatrice splays out on the ground, a rock resting gently beside it, a small pool of blood forming around the creature. I run. I, uh... What do I have that I can use to pick it up without touching it? Seems like a dangerous thing. You sure you want the bird? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Um, like a bag or something? Is it its beak that petrifies, or do it, it's probably its beak, right? So I can just pick it up by the foot. Yeah, totally. Whatever. 
Can I roll a quick folklore check or something to get a confirmation? No, these are brand I've new been creatures, remember? Oh, you're right. But I've been handling that one back there. Yeah, but you've been left leaving something on its head. Um, you do remember that it, it peck it. Yeah, but yep, it's, it, it's it's its beak. It's not its feet, right? Like it, it right? It's I've probably seen it play with grub worms with its feet and them not petrify, and then it peck it, it and it pe- doesn't it petrify anything it walks on. But it okay. also hasn't petrified the bag around its head, so. Okay, I run. I pick up the cockatrice by the feet, mm-hmm. and go running the other direction, dragging it behind me by its feet. Uh, carrying it? You don't need to drag it unless you want to drag it. I don't want to touch it. I don't know. I like It's like chicken by the feet, but right. like avoiding its beak. And as I go running gleefully into the plains, I shout, got your chicken, you stupid bee! Word. You unpleasant lady! <laughs> and you flee with the cockatrice in hand. It is very near to dead. Um... Is it bleeding out? Is that what you're it telling It is bleeding me? to death. So how are you going to try and resuscitate this, this chicken? <laughs> I don't do mouth to mouth, but I will roll an intelligence check to stabilize the chicken. Go for it. I'm a smart man. I've got myself a second. Uh... The chicken's yeah. got holes, arcane holes in it, and it's also been clubbed in the back of the head, but it's okay. The chicken doesn't need its head to live. You know that. <laughs> you just got to plug so, up the holes with some dirt. Right. So fine. I run a few minutes out into the field and I take some grass and plug up the holes. All right. I leave this here. Um, and I'm going to go rest a little ways away. I don't think Medusas regenerate like trolls. So presumably I can recover my MP and come back and she'll still be pretty wounded. Presumably. Yeah. <clears throat> so I go like the a hex away. You head a hex away. Take your rest. And I think as you rest, we here shall rest as well. And I think you will be able to find us next week on Dicing with Death. But not the week after, probably, because that's my birthday week and I'm probably not going to do anything. So yeah, that'll wrap us up for today. I kind of feel like this is the situation where the Medusa encounter is still, like it might be stopped for a day or two, but we should probably lump all this experience together after the Medusa is defeated. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, she went cowering back into her cave. Although then I guess I went running. So I guess we're at a bit of a stalemate. Mm-hmm. Everyone's alive. No one's dead. The battle continues. Well, poor Alexander, our hero. He almost got her. Yeah, he's... Yeah. Well done, Alexander. I was almost fast enough to use his petrified body as a bludgeon to finish off the Medusa, but alas. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's it. Got anything... uh, Only Legends of Arcadia Genesis is coming up pretty soon otherwise known as lag we will have four ryans all playing together five ryans four ryans five ryans there will be five ryans and me gonna be like dicing with death but five times more unbearable do we get any more details um early early world creation like super early 
I know our players have been clamoring for details so we can start daydreaming about our characters, but you've given us so little to go off of. I don't really fucking know. It's just, I don't have a story in mind. I only have a setting in mind. And so mm. I'm kind of just going to let you guys dictate the story in some capacity. I think there's going to be a lot more of like the gods like, hey, we, we built this land. We're here. We're probably going to do like gods hanging out on the planet a lot more often, probably like seasonally. Various gods will come down. They won't all be like hanging around your your area, but it will probably be, be like closer hey, to- Nadinus showed up in the forest over there. Yeah, or like Martha walks through your town one day and like starts healing people and I was like, hey, everybody, worship me. I'm just going to give everybody in the town some healing spells mm. or whatever. Um, mm. So I don't know where we're going to end up, but we might see some accidental cleric multi-classes by, just by the nature of, you know, the amount of divinity we'll be seeing. Interesting. At least well, one of our players is going to do some weird magic shit, maybe. So, I don't know. Um, weird magic shit? Wait, now you mean someone has messaged you privately and been like, I have this idea for a fucked up magic system? Can I do I wouldn't that? say fucked up, but I have this idea for a magic system or this, uh, this character class or character concept that I want to play that will do some weird magic stuff or unusual well, magic stuff. Spoiler, it's not me, so... Uh, yeah, it's not right. I, just yeah they can use whatever mp system they want but the only spell they have is arcane spray <laughs> it actually worked fairly well versus that uh cockatrice hmm. but well terrible spell you just only keep using it to succeed in all of your quests but it's, it's so because it's bad. my only it's my only combat spell <laughs> you don't think i'd much rather be using magic missiles That is true. Magic missile would have made that encounter so easy. Uh, would it though? Uh, I mean, I still would have needed Alexander to do that m massive crit, but yeah. I could have finished it off with magic missile, no problem. Cool. Well, that's it for us then. Ryan, do you have anything to share with the world? I don't think so. Thanks for oh. watching. Mm, yeah. Lag a week from Sunday. Uh, there should um, be other than that. I guess like, Lag comment, is gonna... subscribe. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, all that shit. Lag is probably gonna <laughs> replace chit chat. <clears throat> chit chat was formed well, to. I mean, if if we have weeks void. where people can't make it, we can chit chat. Well, I mean, I guess yeah. the sh the pre-show for Lag will just be chit chat. The pre-show for Lag is chit chat, right? So I think chit chat will probably take a decline. While Haven't there have only been like five episodes of Chit Chat? Yeah. Five, six, something like that. Four, maybe? I don't know. Um, They'd rather have us on cam anyways. Well, yeah, they don't get some of us. Show. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're going to wing it. Whatever we decide will change anyway. You know, life is messy yeah. and complicated. You never know what you're going to do. It's not like we're doing Dawn of Time, God stuff that will be canon throughout the future of the universe or anything it was just happening before history was really being written down you know so uh yeah. it gives us a lot so of if i work. like accidentally seduce nadinus and make some other gods those will just have been forgotten in the mists of time or we'll work them into storylines you know we'll we'll figure out how it works we know the state of things how they are sort of now 
we don't know what the state was at the beginning or how we got to now. So maybe the things that you're doing to try and throw a wrench in the plans are actually going to be creating the conditions for where we are today. Or maybe gotcha. they'll be undone or anywhere in between. Sweet. Some eyebrows of fire in chat. Hey, dude. Oh, my. You oh. missed the show. Missed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Better off. Yeah. You don't have to look at us very much longer. Let's end it. We'll uh, see you guys next week for some more Dicing with that. Are, are you doing your uh, critical feedback this afternoon? Yes, critical feedback starts in about 50 minutes. Do you want to stick around so, for that? Or do you, are you busy? Um, I might Mr. be Man? busy. I don't think I... Yeah, I think I'm busy. Yes. All of these married man things. things to do now. Like clean the bathroom. <laughs> do the grocery shopping. Did she send you my to-do list? <laughs> no, I just, you know, know who the man of the house is. Um... <laughs> So we'll see you guys next time for more Dicing with Death. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for watching. Bye-bye.